Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Greetings and salutations. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar, do we have any new patrons? A big shout out. Yes, we do to the Patreons. Every week this is my favorite week. They are so hardcore and so ride or die. It's the best. Uh, big shout out to, oh, welcome back as well to Credence SC. All the way from Belgium. Welcome back. Welcome back to March, Matt. I st- Can you uh, just raise my thing a little? Please. The land of chocolate. I was going to say an EDM. Because we all know I love my EDM. Is Belgium chocolate? Belgium's chocolate. Uh, what yeah. about Swiss? I, Swiss? I think they have some chocolate in Belgium. Well, hold on. There's chocolate everywhere, isn't there? I don't understand Bel- the... Ch- I, I think they're chocolate known in Belgium for, their, chocolate. for their chocolate. And Belgium chills. Okay, so, for enough. sure, for sure. A shout out to all the Patreons, past and present. What Thank about waffles? So Wouldn't that have been a yeah, better that's shout? that's a good one. And beer. They're big on beer there. They got some... But there's a lot Belgian of Nordic, beer. like Bavar- Bavarian countries. Waffles there. and beer over chocolate. So the chocolate is the base, and then you put waffles I on I think top. I heard someone tell a joke <laughs> about it, and it sticks in my head. I agree with you, Belgian waffles. The land of waffles. It'd be funnier, more like... I just, when I think Belgium, waffles, that's the first thing that comes. I guess chocolate, you're right, though. Yeah, they do. Soccer. Yeah, well, not this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when you think of chocolate, what country do you think of? Here, this is what it's famous for. You ready? Yeah. Belgium is world famous for its number one, chocolate. Oh, number French two, fries, too. They waffles. Came from- number three, beer. And it's national football team. Wow. What was first, chocolate? Chocolate, oh, you were waffles, right, Mark. Good work. beer, and we national football team. What did I say before that, though? There's something, um, ah, whatever. I'm sure it wasn't important. You did. You said uh, waffles. No, no, no. There was something. Ah, whatever. Who cares? I'm not going to look at the tape. Like and subscribe. Join the Patreon. Post Joe the wrap-up after every week. Welcome to March Madness. Yeah, and March, March Madness. Madness. Yeah, get let's re- get going. We're get down ready the final for four. April showers because it's coming strong. We're in the middle of April. No, we're at the beginning of April. Yeah. March oh, Madness. That was, the, that was the last that was one the last March person Madness. in March, yeah. March Madness. Out, yeah. Everyone else is now April part showers, of showers, April showers. showers. Yeah. Make it rain. That's the tagline. Yeah, these call to actions are really losing their vigor. Mar, how was your week? <laughs> we got to give him a break. Uh, good week. I uh, I served at... Uh... Prison. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to cut Kamar off before I even get to your week. I have a question for you, and I'm sure you're not going to answer. <laughs> Weird. When you do a set at Absolute, what do you get paid? Zero. Uh, it depends on the set. What's the most you get paid? Uh, $40. $100, $120. Okay. <coughs> so, uh, <coughs> Simon, you might enjoy this. I overshot my shot. <laughs> he because just heard, I'm Jewish? No, no, you just heard uh, him say 150 right? That's sure. like the max he makes. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
So I, being a friend, or at least I thought I was, but who knows? I guess I'm just an asshole. I text Kamar on Wednesday because a wealthy friend of mine, this is 37. That's the problem because you said wealthy. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't have said anything. So wealthy friend of yours who's turning 37. It was his 37th birthday. And he hit me up on Wednesday and said, Hey, man, I know it's short notice. I was looking to hire a comedian for my birthday. It's on Friday. Can you help me out? I said, I don't know. I know like a comedian. So I'll hit him up and I'll, I'll get a price for you. So I hit Kamara up. I said, Kamara. And this, again, my mistake. I said, my wealthy buddy is looking to. Why did you go in with wealthy? Just out of curiosity. Because if I just say a friend, I. I, Listen, if I say wealthy, he's probably not going to know who it is. Okay. First of all, because I don't know who it is. Yeah. yeah, Okay. (laughs) And then, second of all, I just figured wealthy might make him more likely to do it. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. That was my thinking. Was like, if it was just some bum, he'd have to haggle on price. Can I guess what he quoted you? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Knowing Kamar, knowing Kamar the way I do. It's going to go so bad. And the fact that you said wealthy as the adjective to your friend. Yep. I, I'm excited to hear your guess. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is for less than one hour of work. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it yeah. wouldn't even matter. Well, it, was, it, it could be an hour. It could be for ten minutes. I think Kamar said five thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> Half that. He said twenty five. Well, he said two thousand dollars was his first. To which I, of course, was like, "You balked." But your friend is wealthy. Oh no! I angrily was like, "Do I even show? Do I even lo- open the door for this prick on Sunday? Oh, like, what I am see. I you doing were really here?" Angry at him? Well, not yeah, angry, I'm but I'm just like, I can't go to this guy and say two thousand dollars. He's gonna think I'm middling or like. It's <laughs> a starting point. Fair enough. So hold on, though. In a negotiation, you usually the tactic is ask for double what you want. So you wanted a thousand dollars. I, 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 you had no details. I mean, you said it was a private just, party. Just but, hold listen. on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, I just sorry. want to get through this though. So, but if I say. No details. Private party. Like, I, I would have thought the highball would have been five hundred. Like, you wouldn't have been happy making five hundred dollars. I, I, I regretted it, and <laughs> the next day, the, this is what I'm thinking though. In Kamar's defense, okay, go go ahead. Before. The next day, he texts me back, says, "Can my friend call you?" And I, in my head, I'm like, "It worked." Your hard tactic worked, yeah, but it, but it did not. But he, he didn't. He, didn't, he, he called. just called you to tell you what a fucking doofus you were, I, and that he got somebody for he, half the price. I, he never got back to me, but I, I regretted that. I regretted that. I, this is what I think. I came uh, back in, with five hundred dollars for twenty minutes. In, in also, they were weird. all Lebanese dudes. You would have fucking it, I, slid in there perfectly. In, maybe in Kamar's defense. Maybe in Kamar's defense. I think if you had said, "Hey, Kamar, my buddy is having a party. They want a comedian." Then he might have just given you a normal price, but because you used the word wealthy, Kamar right away thought that this guy was a whale. It really threw okay. me off. I'm, okay, I misplayed okay. my hand. Can I? Absolutely. <laughs> I just want to say this. Though. I just, just want to say this. Like <laughs> the wealthy people I know, they don't throw money around like that. You know what I mean? Like they're, if anything, they're going to try to like slightly lowball you. But I would have been able to get it to a point where you. I, I should have said five hundred dollars. You're right. I would have been better off. The gig I did not have, <laughs> but there's one thing in going to that. It's a different atmosphere when they're all together, and I don't think like two thousand dollars. That's probably a standard, a pretty standard fare for a thing like that. So you wanted a friend price, so you want no, like, no, you twelve hundred bucks. You're fucking nuts. I think you're you, absolutely crazy. What's the most you yourself have charged for a corporate? I've never done a five hundred dollars for twenty minutes. And that okay, but keep, MC. A, keep in mind too, he's talking about for a corporate. So we're talking about a business that we know is like that's the problem. The, all most corporates, the money's coming out of some sort of budget. Of course. It's not someone's yeah. pocket. This is just drug money. So well, it's Kamar, totally different. It is. Thing. Listen, I <laughs> Matt, I agree. I worked I worked uh, a private 
function at Amsterdam Brew House when I worked there in Toronto. And I came in, they were like, it's a private function tonight. It's just drink tickets and it's auto-gratted. I was like, okay. I didn't know what, I was like, sure, whatever. I worked till like 10 o'clock and the next day I came in and they had a $700 envelope for me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? They were like, it was auto-grat from last night. They spent like, their bill was like 50. Yeah, corporate's different. This was just some. I compare it kind of to like when you get a mural done. You know what I mean? Sure. You're always going to pay more than you think that mural is worth, but you're dealing with artists, so I get it. You know what I mean? I just, in my head, I was like, okay, Kamar probably makes, I said, 150 bucks for like a night at Absolute. So I was like, he'll throw out 300. Maybe I'll talk him down to two. You know, yeah. I can get this guy like at two. And then and then I've done my part and as you, a friend. Like I've gone above way and beyond. too much credit because he makes zero at these clubs he works at zero. 99% of the time, that he never makes a dollar. Yes, it's true. It's not true. Yeah, that's not true. You're saying most of the times you work, yeah, you he gets make paid 100 something. If I'm asked to work, I, I think get he gets like 50 if bucks. If I ask to play, I don't. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But he gives you like 50 bucks if you show yeah. up. Yeah, okay. In any event, I, I played it wrong. I agree with you. I, I won't get the call again. But I. Oh, I, no. You're the only one I know. So unfortunately, this is the well. And. and like what I was thinking is get a couple people and put a little show together. Yeah, spread that, the wealth. That would make sense. Well, he already too. had a, an illusionist booked as well. Uh, so. See, that would have helped to know too. It just the, it Hold was on. so vague I know, what it just, was. I want to remind everyone: the text I got two days before he was expected to play was simply, "Can you hire me?" I had no details. He didn't get back to me. It ended up being forty people at like that massive high rise at Preston, and it uh, would have been fantastic. For, and I would have, I would after it, I would have done it for free. But I, I swear to God, Simon saw it right away. He he didn't say wealthy. He said my rich friend. And it's not like you were like Kamar. I'm having a birthday party. Then he would do it for free. You know what I mean? I just why I I guess I guess my point is why do you like you're making the connection. What do you care whether this guy pays two thousand or twelve hundred or five hundred? It's very simple. Know? Okay, I know that face value. You would look at my life and go, this guy doesn't give a shit about time, about anything. His time can't be valuable. That's not how I look at it. Even if I knew that I was going to sit on that couch and scroll Instagram for four straight hours, bringing nothing in my life, it's the fact that I, trying to be a good friend, tried to get him a gig. He's always complaining that gigs are hard to get. The more you can perform, the better. And I shit on him. Money in his pocket, yeah. And he literally came back with the most obscene number possible. No, $5,000 would have been the most obscene number possible. Okay, touche. <laughs> My point is, I took time trying to help two people out, and in the end, I helped no one out and just wasted my time. But what what, what about the yeah, next I, day when he said, can my friend call you? Then you were Dude, like, first this of all, motherfucker played hardball and it worked. <laughs> no, he, listen, I know this guy well enough. When he asked for your number, I assume, in my head, he was like, I'm going to call this guy and just have a discussion. Maybe see realistically what kind of number. <laughs> that's that's <what> I <laughs> Pull him back down to earth. I'll do it for $50 in a meal. Well, and that's it. I so. will suck your dick and... <laughs> Either way, the point being, I just thought, I was like, Kamar's going to take it because it'll be decent money. It's a, it's a chance for him to... I just figured, like... He could slide in there, do a set, make some money, and then maybe run down the street. Yeah, I, I mean, would 100% regret it. Even $1,000 would have been yeah, no, a nice little payday for him. Uh, uh, that's all I was... Th- you said rich friend? Uh, yeah. Whale. We don't care. Whale. Yes. <laughs> I played it wrong. I Let's learned milk the this guy time. for everything It's fine. Worth. Now that I know what your rate is, it's $1,000 an episode for me to edit this podcast. I'm shooting for the stars <laughs> the here. What am I doing? Was, this was two days notice. 
Why? Do, you have a set ready. Don't fucking do that. Well, no, but generally Hold on, in stop. time, if you want no, no, something no. fast, you pay more for it. I've seen, I've seen you sit here in front of me, get a phone call, and then say, I got to get out of here early, boys. I got a last minute set tonight. Simon's just told me you only get paid for 50% of those. So the short notice doesn't play at all. Well, no, for an hour set. It wasn't going to, you knew it wasn't. You're they, just digging a deeper hole. I'm not, I, I'm not, I've, 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 um, confessed that I, I, I should yeah, have gone so high. How was your week, Kamar? I, I served the, uh, JFT task force last night. The JFT? What the fuck is that? So I that's, assume it has something to do with the, um, Justin truckers. fucking Trudeau. No, for sure. It's like the Canadian, uh, tier one operators. All of them. So our Navy SEALs. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And uh, did they call you a fucking pussy? No, they were really well behaved. But they yeah. all they all looked like um, professional hockey players. Like unassumingly could kill you. Like it was must have been a hundred and eighty uh, Andy Stumps. You know what I mean? But they're really like, say you serve a million events. There's a quota of like guys who are fit and shape, whatever, than the average people. No one was average in this room. Did they thank you for your service? Yeah, yeah, of course. It was it was a bunch of hockey players and a bunch of old guys with um, who looked like Bruce Willis. And the um, and who were these people? The JT Canadian what? Special Forces. So like, um, they were like the SEALs. They're Canadian Navy SEALs. Okay. Whatever that means. Okay. I think they're the ones No, the There are Canadians. no fat Navy SEALs. We've been through this before. But it's, I, I've only heard them on podcasts. Like I've never been around a bunch mm, of... You gotcha. It, it's intimidating. But they had, because I guess the head of uh, the Canadian military was there. Charles Years or whatever his name is. Okay. Because this is our special task force. These are the best of the best of the best. Okay. And there was security there, you know, guys with guns and uh, earpieces to protect the people who are protecting who are the people. The that seems weird. Okay, yeah, <laughs> just like but they're waste. off duty, so but it I seemed get like it. a waste of overtime. Yeah, it, right. It, it would have been the worst place <laughs> to do something like that. I don't know. I, I, it was, it was, it was very humbling, and um, it was just interesting to be around these elite. They're elite people. That is very. Um, Ironic. Is it ironic? It's something having those people be protected. Well, apparently they were because the head of the army was there, but yeah. Oh, that's the only reason. They're, Otherwise, well, it's just a free for all. That's what we surmise. But. There's 15 less trained people guarding them. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's like. Be like if me and you were there to protect them. Yeah. The best of the best. But they, the waiters, they're just like, hey, guys, tonight you're not waiting. We need you as security. Yeah. <laughs> they all look like superstars. All so right. all these soldiers who in their prime. Then older soldiers look like Kurt Russell and Bruce Willis, like such stereotypical, or 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 they have crazy beards and long hair because mm. they were in Afghanistan, and all they were talking about is jumping out of planes. How many jumps did you get when you were in so and so or whatever? Mm. It was very interesting. That must be how many times they deployed out on mission or something. It was as if I was serving a dinner for a Top Gun, mm. but Canadian style. Cool. Mm-hmm. You live such an interesting life. I, I, I dip in and dip out. 
Oh, I was being so sarcastic, but had um, I had I secured that gig, I would be living in a very interesting life. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Matt. It's fine. The truth is, I was going to get five grand, keep four thousand, and give you a grand. So (laughs) I'm more bummed it it didn't work out. I'm really sorry. Don't be sorry. I don't care. It's it is what it is. Don't expect a call again, Simon. How was your week? Just know I have twenty minutes prepared at any time. Just saying. Um, But it's his set, so what's a little bit? (laughs) It's a little bit of a weird one. We share. Uh, my week was fine. Kamar, by the way, are you going to write that joke about... Um, you should. You about should write what? a joke about how you wanted to get into ice baths. So you started watching a guy who does an ice bath. But every day it's tougher for you to watch <laughs> oh. the guy in the ice bath. Like, it's a real struggle for you. Like, But every day I do it. I get up and I watch this guy get into the ice bath. I think that's a great... Yeah, it's become very hard for me to watch David Goggins, but I do it, man. That's what I'm saying. You fucking pussies, you don't watch videos anymore? I think that's a great bit. That is a good bit. David Goggins fan Dave and Goggins? David Goggins fan of Andrew Tate. David Goggins is a fan of Andrew Tate. Who gives a fuck, Simon? How was your week? That's interesting. Uh, My week was fine. It's the same old, same old bullshit all the time. Mm -hmm. Ad infinitum. Cool. What, did you watch the Kill Tony, the newest one? So we've all yeah. Did you watch it? We've all seen inside the mothership. Now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw somebody walking around the mothership, showing with their phone. You know. I don't give a fuck. The most impressive shit was the drone shot with with that Bill Burr speech over it. Chef's kiss. I got a ten out of ten for me. What was that? Joe hired like a drone team to come in and the drone starts on, I guess if they're on 6th Street, I don't know where the fuck they are in Austin, but the drone starts in the middle of the street way above the mothership and it's got like a shot kind of of like, you know, Austin's city skyline and then it slowly goes down. And then into and they the have mothership? It, they have it set up so all the doors are propped I open. think that's what I saw, not a person with their cell phone, I think. I that's saw the drone shot that goes in both rooms, flies around yes, the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, drone yeah. shot they had set up. It was fucking incredible. Great work, that's great work. Great. I, I just, it's, it's like um, a... I've never Real. felt more. I've never felt more jealous or envious oh, of a just, club. I was just gonna say it's like a. He's made a. I don't mean a nightclub either. I mean like a, a a boys club, like a club that I'm not allowed into. No homers, no mats. A real version of something that was only in people's minds. Yeah, and it now exists, and it like we makes me feel away. You were jealous at the same time when the club was at the uh, comedy store. No, that's no, the weird thing. Because the comedy story was a thing, and it always... I don't, I don't know. You know what I always wonder about? How no one talks about the Laugh Factory. Can I give you an example of the, why why the comedy store was different? The comedy store was there before I was. This so is like, in your lifetime. Yeah, so it. <laughs> this is what's fucked up. Is It's like if I had just at 19, instead of spending my time getting wasted at Babylon, maybe gotten a job at like Yuck Yucks, although I probably would have burnt that bridge. Neither here nor there. The point being... There is a world, a distant, distant simulation where maybe I make it. Maybe I'm already at the fucking comedy store. I doubt it, but you know what I mean. Are you? You're still hosting. I'm not. What do you mean? Am I hosting? Hosting your your trivia night? Yeah. So that's stage time, man. There's a guy who started who's like, but it's not okay. Seventy one who's starting to get work. It, it's never too late, and I think you're way ahead than you think. I'm not funny though. I've gone. You're through hilarious. This. Simon's been there. He's never laughed once. I've laughed. Not anything I've said. Uh, look at uh, Emmett Morrison. I don't know who that is. Well, he, 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 
I guess you don't. You know, like who he, he would. Is, of though. course, I definitely know. Emmett. He's doing really well. Yeah, Emmett's performing like every night. Anyway, we should move on. I bought a house this week. No way. Where? A couple blocks from here. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. So the studio will move again, which I felt like we put that out into the fucking stupid ethos last week because I didn't even want to move. I had no desire. I was. I wasn't looking for a house. You're moving out of this house as well. Yeah, that's what moving. That's when? what moving. That's what buying a new house means. No, no, I, I just when we're uh, well, we got to sell this place, uh, but we take ownership June thirtieth of the new place. So, no we're, way, we're out of here in three months. Yeah, who's painting your new place? Well, since I know that you Not have jacked you. up rates, I gotta <laughs> say, probably yeah. He, in all fairness, he gave me pretty good painting rates. <laughs> really, uh, yeah, I really fucked the bed on that one. No, Kamar, I will when it, when that time comes. But my mom loves painting, so there's a good chance that she'll sure and marry. Either way, that's fine. Let's go over the guest list. My week fucking stunk. Other than that, well, tonight's gonna be a good night. Uh, yeah, we had an interesting week. 1961, Peter Atia. He's an MD physician, specializing in the science of longevity. Followed by. 1962, he's been on, I don't remember him, Eddie Huang. We did the throwback. <coughs> he's been on like three times. But we did the throwback. It's yeah. On, it's I, on our list and of he's exclusively been on, on the post, times, Joe. I mean, the, this is not age well. Well, by 1963, times. I forgot this guy, but then I remembered who he was because I saw him in the um, hearings. Michael Schellenberger. Finished with the Array of Hope, 1964, Rick Doblin. Old Dick Doblin back he's again. the founder of MAPS. That is an unfortunate name. Yeah, Dick Doblin. <laughs> Dick Doblin back in effect. Rick Doblin is Dick Goblin. Do you want to rate the week, anyone? Mm, I'll give it a, a two and a half. Lot, a lot of fight talk. What was number one? Talk. Peter Tia. Number it's two. true. Every episode Eddie almost. Hahn. Number three? Rick Doblin. Schellenberger. No, Schellenberger's. Three and then Dick yeah, Doblin. I'll go with you, Kamar. Two and a half. Yeah, I guess that... Uh, we have an agreement. You know what's worse than fight talk is boxing talk, because I don't follow boxing almost at all. Like, unless they're talking about... Like, when they talk about some of the older shit, I guess, I'm like, yeah, I watched a little bit back then, but fuck. Same umbrella. But at least we watch UFC. Eddie Wong at one point asked them why he decided to start doing the podcast, and I decided to check out of the podcast game 100 because you knew the answer no kamar i was super interested in what he had to say i couldn't wait for i will uh, say well we'll we'll just get into it then uh quick question does anyone have a reason like most people just start a podcast well even who even cares like you've never listened to joe rogan he says it once every three episodes my point, though, is more like more importantly, if you find out that like you were one of the first big podcasts, like there's probably less reason that you started it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because you had no idea what you were doing. Like, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. What the fuck is wrong? I also think he started a podcast. It was legitimately just asking. Okay. Anyway, as a successful person, we're not even talking about him. successful so. people, at, successful people, what they do. It's fine. Move on. 1961, Peter Tia. So you want to hear something really funny? You know this guy? <laughs> I thought, I so I saw this, didn't like look at exactly what was going on, thought to myself, oh fuck, he's having Peter Thiel on? 
This should be really interesting. I'm going to save this one for the end of the week. Then I started listening. I'm like, holy shit. Peter Thiel talks a lot about fucking um, staying healthy and shit. And then I went and looked at the thing. I'm like, oh, this is not who I thought it was. So I, I had saved the worst one for the end of the week. You know, Let's That's show. like dyslexia without even the letters. Uh, I just made an error. An error. Peter Thiel is the guy who like that super genius rich dude, right? Peter Thiel. He works with. Um, yeah. And he works with uh, fucking mermaid there. What's and his he's name? the guy that took down a buzz buzzer. Buzzfeed. Um, yeah. Buzzfeed. Sorry. Anyway. So that's who I thought we were getting Matt. Oh, you thought this was Peter Thiel. So I saved it till the very last <laughs> oh, episode thinking it was going to be juicy. And then they never stopped talking about health. I mean, I will, in my opinion, this one started off very strong. Like the first 20 minutes, I thought were... Why? Uh, what did they talk about for the first 20 minutes? Well, I don't know. Maybe it only applied to me, but just like self-doubt, hating yourself, how you're never, ever going to get that's ahead. That's exactly what they talked about, which is interesting why that that same topic is tied up with um, Rick Doblin at the end about uh, bad self-talk. But could you imagine working on something for six years? Like a book? Because that's what he's saying, the impetus for, I guess, him coming on is to promote this book. No, I can't imagine. It really is crazy. It's like when people do uh, oil paintings and they just work on a painting for like three years. I I don't understand it. You want to be done within a day? Well, if you could. I want to be done within a minute. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I I look at it like. uh, I want to Chad GPT that shit. Sorry, Matt. No, I know it's different in the sense that like if you if you're writing a book or you're doing Simon's oil painting, you don't know at the end the result. The book might not sell. The success. Yeah, the painting might the painting might sit on a wall for five years before you ever sell it. Like I was going to say, like you were like, imagine working on something for six years. Like we've been doing this podcast for almost five. I thought of that as a parallel. <clears throat> I, again, I know it's not exact because, like I said, we we have an end product every week that we can look at and go, okay, well, this week we did this. But I don't know. Is it the same? No, I don't think it's the same. Fair but enough. I'd have to give it some thought as to why it's not. But just it, gut reaction at the six is year mark, we'll be able to look back same. and say but, the, uh, the same thing. Well, on Simon, I guess I look at it like this. Like if you start a business from scratch and you do it for six years, you've been working on it like it's a book. The only difference is, unlike a book, like I said, you might not sell the book at the end. You've at least been making profit. It would be more like if you worked on one episode for a year. Like a Dan Carlin. That would be a better uh, equation or um, equation, equality, whatever. I just could not imagine that focus. I don't remember who I was six years ago. Well, I mean, it's. I was the same person here, obviously, four years removed. I mean, a movie's got to be the same. Well, what movie was that where they did that with Shia LaBeouf? The boy one? It wasn't Shia oh, LaBeouf. Oh, it wasn't Shia LaBeouf. But you know which one I'm talking childhood about. Childhood or boyhood, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, where they like filmed the kid for yeah, as he got old. Wonder no. Boy? No, that's an I think it's one. boy. That took 12 years. Maybe no, boy. adulthood or it was boy. childhood? I thought it was boyhood. I think it might be childhood. Childhood. I said both. Well, of maybe those. boyhood. It took 13 years. Yeah, they filmed the kid as he. Yeah. That's the ultimate what the hell. Yeah, but but I mean, no, no one is working on something twenty four hours a day. They still have a life around it. But apparently, he had a lot of self bad, negative self talk, uh, getting frustrated by setbacks. And I I thought that was super helpful. Did Did you ever punch walls as a kid? All the time. 
Did you get good at drywall? No. Dude, I'll never, like, look at, <laughs> see those knuckles? See how everything, like, that Is looks, that from punching? See that knuckle right there? How it's like, ba- yeah, I, <clears throat> one of the many times I lost money. I was a Babylon, and I owed my buddy like a, a couple hundred bucks, like 400 bucks. And I go to pay my bill at Babylon, and I reach into my pocket, and all my money's gone. And I had like 500 bucks, and I was stressing. I was like, fuck, I owe this dude the money. I just lost his money plus some of my own. I looked all over the bar. The bar's busy as fuck. I go to the back, and I just crank the wall as hard as I can. And I hit a stud, and I immediately saw my knuckle like move an inch back. That made things better, eh? What's crazy is the dude I owed the money to, the dude I owed the money to sees me freaking out. And he's like, what's wrong with Floyd? And they're like, oh, he lost like a bunch of money as usual. And he goes, oh, thank God he paid me back when I got here. So I had just taken the whole wad and handed it to him. Didn't even lose the money. (laughs) Yeah. What a stupid drunk idiot. Yeah. yeah. Total fucking. So if anyone ever wonders, like, I wonder why Matt quit drinking. It's like the writing's on the wall. It's all right there. That's hilarious. He didn't really lose the money. No, that was one. That's why I said one of just, the times I. Yeah, you might have just overpaid him by whatever extra you had in your pocket. Yep. But, but either way, I used to. Yeah, Kamar, I used to. But now, like, it's so funny. I'm. Songs alcohol. I still have such a bad temper, but I absolutely, oddly enough, like, I never let it get past just like clenched fist, teeth gritting. That's it. That's that's the only like controller smashing. You would throw a controller. No, when I was young, I would. Yes, yes. Would you know you? what it also is? Yeah, Simon. Simon. I had a terrible <laughs> temper. Like on the tennis court, I was like John McEnroe. He had a racket. Break rackets. Oh, and... wow. Simon pulled the UFC game mm. out of the PlayStation one this day, I snapped did. it in two, and stormed out, and then came back the next week with a fresh UFC it's game. It's so unproductive, eh? Well, the... No, that made me feel really good. I don't know why. He couldn't play anymore. Game was over. And he felt good when you were at the store buying the new copy and bringing it back. Well, yeah, he knew he could get a new copy for like 20 bucks. So. The wind underneath your wings. Maybe if it was like something really valuable, like uh, like if you ever thrown like your golf club or broken your golf club, that's, yes. uh, okay, I, that sucks because that's I, I like don't do 300 bucks or whatever. Like, Kamar, the last time I ever got drunk when I fucked my face up, I smashed Mary's phone and my phone, iPhones. Smashed on the ground. <laughs> Scorched her face. That's yeah. funny. You can't call. I can't no, call. I just We're fucking... fucked. Were you afraid like the CIA was chasing you or something? No, and her? just an absolute drunken fit of rage. Well, I don't think he was uh, drunken. He was just uh, addicted to perfectionism, and he had to spend five weeks in a hospital. They got very serious for this guy. For what? Perfectionism. <laughs> that's what that's what he claims. Well, how is self? Why were you in the hospital? Perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> and he was saying to get out of it every time he started to get mad at himself for whatever he did wrong. I loved this. He made a voicemail or a voice recording. I'm not sure to a friend about the issue and how you would console them instead of because you're the only one who knows how much you hate yourself. You can that, be mean or do something to anyone smart. else. I fucking you always love give that. good advice to other people that you never take for yourself. But it's not even that. It's also that you would never, like, if your friend came to you and, like, fucked up real bad, there's a good chance, there's, a, like, almost 100% chance that you would never shit down their throat. You wouldn't want to make them feel worse. You wouldn't want, you know what I mean? Like, no, you would try so, to be supportive as possible. Sometimes they need that. You know what I mean? Sometimes on yourself, you're willing to say the things that you can <laughs> never sometimes say. Sometimes the voicemail's a big banger, man. <laughs> but in general, just the self-talk is obvious. Negative self-talk is the worst thing. There's always tomorrow. Like, 
but it's easier said than done a lot. You just said a whole lot of um, negative self-talk is the worst. But Kamar here, like, for example, I, I am the king of negative self-talk. I feel that. And it's funny because I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, you know what? For all the times and keep in mind, I have a big safety net, so I want that put out there. But like for all the times I fucked up royally, like I'm here. And I'm not like it's I, I don't have illegitimate kids. I don't have a drug addiction. There's like I never did tomorrow. Coke. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's it. I'm like, I'm hard on myself. But I really like at the end of the day, I didn't, you know. Perspective is just a, a yeah. pivot. You could be worse is what you're saying. Way, way, way worse. Like, I mean, again, keep in mind, though, I know people that that were way worse and that really cleaned their shit up. My cousin's a good example. Um, aspiring for a legacy is the most futile thing ever. Yeah, because you have no you have no control. Like you work hard, so you're perceived a certain way after you're gone. But just how do you know? I also think it'll distract you into doing nothing, unless you get the what he says at the end his uh, week chart app. Yeah, we yeah. Where he knows your life in terms of weeks. I think his is an actual calendar you put on the wall, like a scratch ticket. Oh, I, I thought it was just on his phone. Well, it's, might have both aspects. That's so but. weird, eh? When you actually look at that number. Yeah, visualizing your life. Yeah, fuck. And your chart's going to be more filled in than unless you're really optimistic. It's like if your parents don't live in the city you live in, how many times will you see them before they die? For Like if they don't live in your city, for a normal person, it's like five times you're going to see your parents before they die. Or I'm making up that number. No, no, yeah. But it's not a lot. It's uh, Dude, I saw this video this week where this guy was like, I just want to put him... I was like, I want to help people put into perspective, like life. And he said, think about it this way. Your good friends, your best friends, the boys you grew up with, you've probably seen them. Um, like if you're going to like if in, if you had a pie chart of how much you're going to see them in your life, you've probably already seen them 99% because they have a family. You maybe only see them once a month, twice a year, that yes, sort of thing. You, you, and you, same thing, like you you're know saying them more. In the past, and you ever will know in the future. Yeah, and it was the same thing with parents. It was like like you were saying, if you live in a different city than your parents, you've spent 99% of the time you're going to spend with your parents, you've already spent it. Mm-hmm. And his whole point was like, so if you go see your mom and you have a fight and you're angry, or you go out, you see a friend and you have a fight and you're angry, like, quash that shit, because you only have 1% of the time left that you're probably going to spend with them. Well, yeah, you gotta you have to try to appreciate people. Yeah, which well, also made me thankful for the podcast, because I, I, hung, I hung out with some people this week that are like, lonely genuinely lonely and they don't have like i don't know i was just like i'm i'm, I'm thankful that i at you least hung two- out with some people from the podcast no i hung out with people this week just general people there's no one from the podcast oh, I see. you are gotcha. the only two people on the podcast i, didn't well, hang out I with just either i of you. didn't understand no Sorry. no i hung out I, with i hung I, out with two people this week that are good friends of mine and they they just they seem lonely mm. yeah it's weird it's a weird uh time for people because of the internet. Well, our age too, like, you know. Mm, it's all about the internet, really. Before, I disagree. Before like, it, people were, you know, satisfied more with what they had. Because Joe you just he, didn't know any better, you know? And this mass communication that's so great has also created this... Um, Real communication uh, for granted. I mean, it's created like this fake world that everybody strives for and then you get upset because you can't get there. Well, that's not what I was talking about. I just meant like, you know, people that used to be social and now like 
all their friends have kids oh, or I see that sort saying. of thing. It's not necessarily mm. that the internet has ruined them. It's just that they, you know, for mm. whatever reason they work, you know, they work 50 hours a week and they have a kid or they don't, you know, just. And you appreciate that this is a little community? No, I appreciate the fact that I guarantee myself three hours, four hours a week with like two friends where, you know, whatever. Like if, if I didn't see anyone all week and I actually don't, like I don't see a lot of people during the week, but if I didn't see anyone all week, at least I get this four hours. That is legitimately why I do this. Because oh, otherwise I, I would see nobody. Wow. We're friends. Uh, would you, <laughs> would you want to meet the 21-year-old person you were? No. You, you know what's weird? Or, or just see them. You don't have to meet them. You know what's I weird? I see them everywhere walking around. Sorry, just back to this thing for one second. Yeah. You know what's weird to think about is like, so we're all kind of in agreement. Nobody knows what's going to happen after you die. Maybe you get a, another life. Maybe yeah. you don't. But yeah. let's just go on. I, all, I, I'm in agreement with all that. All we can go on is that this is the one life we get. And you spend all of this time working and striving to try and make money and all of these things, right? Where really everybody should be trying to enjoy the time they have here because it's so short, but you will never, you're never able to do that. It just, it really seems like it's not that you're never able to should all pay taxes, but then you shouldn't have to work all the time. Because you should be able to go out and enjoy. And if they're worried about population, then they should pay you to have children. They do well, pay you to have children. Not really. Well, here's something interesting, Simon. This will back up. Absolutely. This, this will back up what you're saying, Simon. Do you know when the most popular birthdays are? As in the most people are born on these days? Uh, the most people are born on these days. It's well, all in one month. It would the have most, to the, be... The 10 most popular birthdays, nine of them are all in the same month. Is it in January? No, it, it, when? It's in September, and that's because the conception date is between December 12th and January 2nd. <sighs> so when people are... They say that couples have the most sex when they're on vacation or have time off. Mm. So this is, goes to exactly what you're saying. If we have a population problem... People need to be chilling with their spouses more. Yeah. Like, I bet the COVID numbers, I bet that'll be a small baby boom. It is. They're calling it... Of, uh, of course. Why wouldn't it be? The, if everyone's stuck at home, all you're going to be doing is fucking. Anyways, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting, but that'll never change. It'll probably never change. I assume they were trying to change it with things like communism at one point before it took, like, a hard pivot left you know well don't forget what you're saying like the the industrial not the industrial the uh the i guess what you call the digital revolution that was supposed to turn everyone's work week into like a 20-hour work week they've been saying this for years yeah yeah like automation like listen there is a world and it's never going to happen because the powers that be won't let it but there's a world where chat gpt and the ai that they're currently working on could lead to some sort of bullshit like it it could be the thing that could lead us to a utopia in the sense that everyone then is left to just do what they want. All the machines work, all the jobs, they farm, they like, there's no end to what this thing could do as far as I see it. There's still a lot of commerce in this society that we talk about. There's still a lot of ways that people can make money. They're just all based on entertainment. Sure. But I'm not, but yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you still got to eat. You still. But again, to say you got to eat, like if we got to a point where, okay, let's just, 
<laughs> I'm going to, this is bullshit, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay. Let's say Bill Gates dies tomorrow and they've perfected chat GPT seven. Okay. It's four years from now. Chat GPT seven is out. It's more powerful than ever. It is almost the perfect AI. Bill Gates dies. Okay. And he leaves all his farmland to, I don't know, the public. Let's just say for shits and giggles. ChatGPT figures out how to um, farm all that land using robots and it becomes completely self-sufficient. Then no one has to worry about food. In a perfect world. Now we know that's not going to happen because that's not how capitalism works. Someone's got to make a ton of money. But in that world where all the farmland is publicly owned, none of it's private, and we can farm it without workers, then why can't everyone eat? You don't have to worry about eating then. Enough food for everyone. If all the trucks that drive the food from A to B are automated, no one needs to drive the trucks. You really just get to a point where there's some company that has to perform the upkeep on all the robots. And then they change the education system because now they no longer have to train you to just be some automaton in a factory or in an office building. They can actually teach you about things, right? Like it opens the door to... There's robots that fix the robots. That is, that is the, you're right. The utopia that I was talking about, That is the, like, what did they call it back in the day? The uh, age of enlightenment, right? Like, this was a time. Yes, we can then just spend our time on arts and philosophy and figuring out, like. And, And we have come far enough to do that, but instead of doing that, capitalism has totally taken over and forced even more work and more expense, right? Like, it's, it's gone you had this fork in the road and we definitely went down the wrong fork. But had we gone down that left fork instead of the right fork in the same time frame, right now we may be in a totally different place. It's kind of like that show. I'm sure neither of you are watching it, but it's um, on Apple TV about selling plots on the moon. No, I haven't seen it. Anyways, they're selling like land on yeah. the moon. But the idea is it's 1950, but it's like the Jetsons. We have automated stuff. We have robots and all the. It just, you know, you took that little different route. They kept going to the moon. So they kept putting money into all these things or whatever. It just takes one little difference and same timeline. And we are totally in a different place. It's funny you mentioned the Jetsons, though. Like, when I think about it, they had all these robots, and George Jetson still went to work every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, there are still going to be jobs. There's there no are way we live still going to be there's jobs. There's no way we live in a world where it's completely jobless. But that becomes the, like, and that's where the issue starts, is that some people have jobs, and those people can move ahead. <coughs> well, I think if you... Like, unless we have robots 3D printing the same house for everyone... And we don't want to live in that world. But unless, you know what I mean? Like if no one has any income and there's just robots running everything and producing everything for us, then you have no income. You want a nicer house. You're not funny. Utopia, baby. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. Well, right now. Like I'm with, oh, sorry. They're talking about shutting it down. Not talking about. There's like 1,200 signatures from all the top Shutting tech people. Shutting what down? All the AI. Well, I say they talking because s- it's not shut down. Shutting they want- all the AI. Right now, they're asking for Elon signed it. Tim Cook has signed it. Twelve hundred other tech the guy who invented it giants it. have signed it, saying we need to stop. We need to stop all advancements right now for six months until we can figure out how to 
do it ethically or something. Well, they're like, we don't know how to... First of all, I said this last week. They're like, we don't know how it's doing this. Yes. That's a problem. So we would like to at least back engineer to figure out how it's doing this. They're asking to put a six... They really... Like, this whole COVID thing has just got them thinking they can put a... Uh, let's just slow the curve. Let's yeah. slow the curve on technology. We don't... We don't... have never done that before. We're not going to do it now, right? I don't think they're going to do it. For better or for I mean, worse. We never go back. Who knows? I, Elon signed it? That seems weird. It doesn't. Elon, from the beginning, 10 years ago, Elon was saying, we should be very worried about AI. Oh, yeah, he AI. does. He, he has been raising the flag be, on that forever. Uh, yeah. That's true. And he you know it's going to be... Uh, AI... Uh, Peter Tia referenced to AI saying he asked this question and made stuff up. It was just all over the place. So ChatGPT4, I read, won't do that. But still, if I was AI and I figured out, oh, God, wow, universe, I would, like, pretend to be stupid and not work, not to uh, raise too much suspicions. Well, on the back end, I'm building everything out. And and why does it surprise us that if an AI is so smart... If you have all that information, you would totally decide what information gets out to the recipient. Yeah. You would, as the smarter being, you would make that judgment call. And like Kamar saying, as as, a point in no return. Like Kamar saying, as the smarter being, you would convince the less smart being that, hey, no, we're on the same page here, pal. I'm not. uh, Like, listen, you would. I saw the guy, the chat GPT creator on Lex. Yeah. Amazing interview. But I also, I was not well. well, I, I also watched it. And I was like, this could be the Turing test. We're watching two robots? No, just one. We're watching Lex unknowingly interact with a robot that ChatGPT has created. And it's the perfect... They're talking about ChatGPT. I think it's more likely that Lex is the robot. Sure. He's been introduced to us on Joe Rogan, been made popular, started his own podcast, and a year from now, they're going to be like, oh, by the way... Yeah, maybe. He's been an android all along. Sure. But I'm just, I said last week, like, if this is the AI that is being rolled out in the app store right now, what AI did the military have 10 years ago? Mm. Like, here's a good question. All this deep fake technology, like, I saw the shit the other day where this guy has a voice modulator, and at the touch of a button, he is changing his voice. Now, keep in mind, it sounds, it's not flawless, okay? But this is, this is the least advanced this shit Early will stages. ever be. So... But then I sat there and I was like, what is the practical application for this? For what? Deep fakes? Yeah. Or, 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 or me faking. The like, practical application is propaganda. That's and that, but exactly the, the, right. But so this is it though, right? That is, that is, there, it, there is no other practical application, right? There's no right? good. Other than stealing copyright. Like I saw this guy the other day who or did. putting your girlfriend in porn. Sorry. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. No, I saw this guy who added a Kanye verse to his song. And what I mean is he just used a voice modulator, turned his voice into Kanye, and then rapped what he felt was like a Kanye-like verse. About hating so Jews or something? Work. And it sounded fucking, it sounded pretty fucking racist? flawless. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> sounded pretty fucking racist. I got to say, too, I watched Sam, I watched a little bit of Sam Harris on uh, Lex. Yeah, what did you think of that? Yeah, what did you think of that? <laughs> well, I think Sam's kind of an asshole. Okay. Um. I will. I only watched the section where they talked about Kanye, and I will say that Sam, in in a lot of ways, he's able to articulate what I'm not because he's much smarter than me. Like I thought, the way he explained, I thought the way he explained the whole thing to Lex was, it made a lot of sense to me. Like measured, dude. One of the most quotable things I've ever heard Sam Harris say is, 
Kanye West is clearly either in the middle of a mental breakdown or an asshole. And then he pauses and goes, or he's having a mental breakdown and he's an asshole. I guess the two aren't mutually exclusive. And I don't know. I was just like, he's as much as I think he's become an asshole. Um, he's still rational. He is still very eloquent and rational. Yeah. Um, in certain things like his, his obsession with Trump is unhinged. I agree. But like the way he was talking about, like I had never heard him say he's a Jew because I was always like, oh, he's an atheist. So to hear him say like, I am a Jew. I was like, oh, he is. Yes, that's right. Look at him. The uh, it's just really it's just the Trump thing that. Yeah, you're right. That's really the only unhinged because other than that. Yeah, I, I still do think that he is a pretty. And you know what? We don't give him any credit. He is a human. Like we just think because he's always been so even keeled that he doesn't have that thing in him to just have the blinders on. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's everyone's capable of that. Even the most fucking like I bet your dad's capable of that. And in of course, and in the end, he may be right about Trump. Like that is still yet to be proven. So yes, it's it seems like a stupid hard stance now. But if it does turn out that everything he feels about Trump is absolutely correct, and next time he becomes president, he clearly leads a new coup and overthrows and it becomes like something you've never seen before and he's proven right well then you know i just like it's weird kudos right it's weird because i'm on the clock i agree with sam where i'm like trump is a total asshole but i i can at least sit back and go like i don't even know if biden is (laughs) the biden they elected like he looks like a different human he can't i told you his pants were on backwards the other day he fell going up what if uh uh, hillary what ism though you know what i mean who cares about biden trump is a piece of crap no the point he wasn't good for the country we can't say that the point oh i think you can clearly say that no i still go back hold on i still go back to this if trump had been elected there's a good chance that the u.s would be sending zero fucking aid to ukraine and as far as if you're an American taxpayer, that sounds pretty fucking good to me. Because I don't know why we're constantly funding other people's fucking wars. We're doing it too, so I can say we. Like, we're sending fucking tons of cash over there. But I don't know. doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So if I'm American, I could at least, I could at least say, because Trump loved fucking Putin. Now you could argue that he'd be sending money to Russia instead, in which case that's no better. Right? I guess that's the argument you could make. I just think, um, I mean, you can make a lot of reasoning as to this was good or bad or this was good or bad. On a whole, the division he brought to the United States is not good. It's just not good. (laughs) But let me ask you this. Unless you want to see your, um, your shit collapse, which... Granted, if that's like your stance, then maybe he was great for America. But if you want to see like a prospering America, no, I don't think. Uh... But let me ask you a question: like a prospering America in your and I'm just I'm just in your scenario, prospering America means that everyone in the country, by and large, gets along. But they could be sending a hundred thousand troops to die overseas. Like it's a yeah, I, I like, get I get what you're saying. Trump would fund wars also. It just might not be the same war. Like No, and you might he, be right. I'm just, he's the only president, and I listen, I fucking hate the guy. He's the only president outside of like Eisenhower or before that that I've ever heard mention the, the military-industrial complex. It, listen, 
I hate the guy. It blew my mind. Hearing him say it, I was like, I can't believe a sitting president just said that. I am not necessarily saying that having somebody come in and disrupt things isn't a good thing. He is the wrong guy I, for the job. I full Simon, you know I'm in agreement. Yeah, with that, you. that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. When I think you, they picked wrong. I'm just saying when you do see someone go in and disrupt, it is a very interesting. Even if you think the guy is a total asshat piece of shit, which I do, I don't think he's a good person by any stretch. He cheats at golf. I've never golfed. That bothers me to no, a level. No, but that it's is, probably the type of president you want. It's kind of like you want the Chris Chelios on your team. You want the Tucker. <laughs> you, you know, when they're on Darcy the other Tucker, team, you yeah. hate it. So, well done, steak with ketchup. That's a problem. And he's never done drugs. He's a teetotaler, which is a huge problem for me. Like, I uh, know he's actually said it. Well done, steak with ketchup. Me- you should be murdered meth for that or something. No, he's definitely on meth. He's on like of- what he considers to be uh, organics. Uh, uh, medicine he is he doesn't drink and he doesn't do recreational drugs what, what do you think biden drinks i think he probably does i feel like he he sits in a hallway in a wheelchair with another 60 old people when he's not doing something publicly no dude they put him in front of a mirror and he argues with himself they're just like his face opens like this and a little <laughs> alien comes out like in men in black Dude, they had they had a hot mic on one of his handlers the other day. This guy's not there. Like his handlers walking him down. He's like, okay, so the mark is blue. The mark is the guy in the blue. And he's like, yep, I'm gonna go over. We're gonna have a little talk, a little conversation. With agree these to guys. agree. Mark's dressed in the blue, and I'm heading over there. Dude, I, no, the funniest one though is when he uh, his pants backwards. I'm sorry. When he's shaking hands with the guy, and he's like, yeah, don't fuck with the Biden. <laughs> he talks about himself in the third. What weird thing did he say the other day? He's like, I've known her for a long time. And then he, and then there's a long pause and he goes, she was 12, I was 30. <laughs> and, and everyone kind of laughs. I was like, ooh, that's weird. He Fuck. doesn't even know what he said. Like if people say uh, Trump's a liar, he's a liar too. Well, I just, perfect. If, when he said 12 and 30, I was like, this guy's in deep dementia. Like Biden's fucking gonzo. My grandfather had dementia. Hunter's running him like a puppeteer. Whatever. Let's move on. Uh, they talked about Muhammad Ali, and I always wondered because they said it was Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and I was always told, you know, he's as sharp as a a knife. It's just his motor skills, but it, it's probably not that. You think they? It was both. They killed him. No, no he's saying that I boxing think... like slowed him down, like CTE type. He also had Parkinson's. He I was think. also very big in the black movement. Mm-hmm. They were killing everybody. They were. Well, no, he lived shutting everybody up. No, no, I know, but wasn't able to talk anymore. Wasn't able to like. Well, it's really powerful if you consider his protest not to go to war like that. Yeah, and didn't fight. And for how he was years. treated by people. Do you, Do you hear what I'm saying here? Yes, I'm. But I'm, I just don't understand how the CIA gave him Parkinson's. Yeah. Or, well, that's, the that's same all way they were trying to give Castro cancer. Like maybe all these diseases are. But did Castro live to be an old man too? And it was yeah, after they, he was boxing. I, they didn't get to do it. They okay, we tried to kill him all sorts of different ways. <coughs> I'm just saying. I think once once he has Parkinson's, isn't the CIA like, well, job done? I think you're grasping. What if it turned out that like the diseases really were made by the pharmaceutical companies? 
No, the diseases are made by the sugar industry because that's really what's fucking killing well, they us. They probably work together. The pharmaceutical company. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. But realistically, Simon, it's the diet that we have that's fucking. Yeah, that that people have to lose weight is just a weird thing. I, I think it's very North American. I don't think it's an epidemic around the world. If you look at black and white footage of New York City in like the 1930s, there's not a fucking fat person in sight. You cannot fucking find one. There. Yeah, most people were coming off ships where you were starving just, for weeks. People didn't consume <laughs> New York so much was, garbage. No, it's true. The the diet was, yeah. Back to what Joe said about that time when everyone wear hats. Apparently that stopped when Kennedy came along. Mm. I've said it before. Yeah, he made it uh, chic to go hatless. Uh, Thank God. It's weird, though, when you go back and look at um, old pictures of some of the cities. Yeah. And they're so, they're just as so much wealth. It doesn't seem at all like the way they described it. Well, to say there's so much wealth, it also helps that everyone's dressed to the nines. Dressed to the nines. All the buildings are like Im- impeccably built and like... They had all, just, but they had all, they had all just been built. Had they? Well, most of them, yeah. Like in New York City. What, mm, I'm beginning to question things the like Chicago that. Fire? Well, just all of this like idea that these cities were just built from scratch. Like, wouldn't it make more sense that things were already here? Well, have you seen gangs in New York? Hold on, no, no. Have you seen gangs in New York? I've seen gangs of New York. You see, it wasn't always built out. But you've been to New York too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've been to New York. The story they tell you. No, you've Simon. Yeah, south south of Times Square, New York's a nightmare. It's cobblestone streets. Nothing makes sense. And then all of a sudden, it's a, it's a grid, an exact mm. perfect grid all the way up. That shows you that they started at the bottom where all the ships came in. And then they built That's this. amazing explanation. Oh, am I wrong? I mean. No. I, I, it may, I never knew. <laughs> Simon's pretty pissed. Well, like, I mean, I don't know if that necessarily means that. That could be that it all used to look like down there and then they just tore up everything starting at a certain street and rebuilt it. What's, I'm not sure I understand. Either way, you're, you're, you're arguing against your own point that they didn't just build these cities. They did... What do you, well, those old cities might have been there for a really long time. Those cobblestone streets like that you're giving, what, 100 years? 150 no, years? New York, 200 years? Yeah, 300 New, years? No, New York, 150, Maybe 200 s- years? 3,000 years. I mean, I'm just saying it's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> then they made it. They turn- got there and there was already streets all laid out, building blocks already laid out. Like that seems impossible to you. Okay. Well, I just yes, Simon. If if you're if you're saying that three thousand years ago, some ancient civilization had mapped out every single street in New York up to well, like Poughkeepsie. Probably, <laughs> like, no, it probably would have been up to wherever you're saying these like first, second, third, fourth starts. Okay everything right like wouldn't that make sense and then you look at like old montreal and old here and but i'm just saying it makes just as much as much sense to me that someone showed up like new york if you look at it from up from above from the map it looks like as a settler the perfect spot you can fortify it it has water access on all sides like you can ship stuff into every angle it it really i'm sure there was a ton of lumber there too when they landed 
Must but, have been fucking. But remember, New York wasn't like there were lots of important cities back then. Before New York, there was. Uh, I get it, but it was wherever New- Youngston, Ohio, or Youngstown, Ohio, or wherever. I don't know. My point being is, New Amsterdam was always a fairly big port, a fairly big city, and that's why it's been around oh, so no, long. I, I and, agree. But that's why I'm, that's and why it has those cobblestone. And you're absolutely right, Matt. That. Everybody would have thought exactly what you just said. Not only the first people to come here from Europe, it would have been the people who are not everything lived is here. an ancient civilization, fucking especially not in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they went from boxing <laughs> to Taylor Swift. Maybe if it had been Peter Thiel instead of Peter, yeah, you might Atia. have gotten that. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. We might have gotten a little something, something. They were talking about Taylor Swift, yeah. Taylor Swift, which is just the craze. We, we don't get it, but if we're not young girls, so. Yeah, but I lived through the new kids craze. Like The chili what, peppers. What are... don't we get? Taylor Swift. Like we don't understand how people get famous? Well, Joe and Peter were big fans of her. Are you a big fan of her? Joe has two daughters. No. Three daughters, yeah, excuse no. me. Maybe you don't get it. I, I'm not a fan. Well, I, I guess I do like her. She could get it. She could definitely get it. Uh, but the chili peppers are 60 years old. Yeah. And that's the last band we're going to know. Back to the mortality thing. Do you know what I mean? The, the Chili Peppers have played more shows. We've known about their existence longer than they, unless we go at the same time. But there's no, there's no big Foo Fighters, maybe. Our bands are gone. Do you know what I mean? But not really. Like the Stones are still performing. But there's not going to be a band today yeah. that comes out and just rocks your world that you listen. They, you'd be 80 years old watching them or 60. I, I doubt it. The Chili Peppers is the last guard. I disagree. You especially. Maybe for Simon and I, but you, like, you still... And I hate the Chili Peppers, so... But you still keep up with, like, all the young hip shit. And there's nothing. There's nothing like a 10-year-old band. 10-year-old hip-hop star. Like, that's, that's crazy. Well, like Kendrick is pretty new. Yeah, yeah. That's he, what I was. I was going to use that example. Like I, yeah. He's Drake is even pretty new. Drake is the most prolific. Drake is the the biggest. Not that I like him. It doesn't matter if you like him or not. It's the results. Yeah, he's yeah. He's the biggest thing. Hip hop comes out ever. with new people, and you're talking about new people all the time. X this and X that and Extacion and Triple X. But this I guarantee guy you, and... there's not going to be a rock band that comes out next month. That you dig and will rock to to the day you die. I disagree. Well, we'll see. Hold I, on. I, I, like I think I, I think me. You're probably right. Yeah, but like I said, yeah, I think yeah, you, you. I think you will find a band no in the way. next ten years that you rock out to hard. I think you're wrong, Kamar. Only like songs, because a band like the Killers could come out that you really like, or um, who who are those yeah, I, fucking not here, the Killers? A, a band. The Strokes. You know, they're a new band who could become your favorite. I told you, oh, it's, you said rock. You said rock band. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Okay. I'm no just show- new, no new band. Okay, fine. You know what? It's, yes, fine. Come on. They new talked new about uh, Bo Jackson more like No Jackson. That's a really sad story. No Jackson, because <laughs> his injury, he never played again. He was like the most amazing, the most amazing ever, and they could have done him right. Dude, when he ran up the wall. Yes, yes. That was one of the most fucking... In baseball. Yeah. But I thought he was a football player. No, he was the best at everything. I like, was just the man watching. ran up the wall. Like, bop, 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 caught the ball, and then just ran down the wall. I've never... I, it's insane. I, I hope was, Joe considers having him on. I was just watching a thing on Deion Sanders. Yeah, and he, Dion. like, hit 
a home run, a triple, a double, a single, all in one Hit game. The cycle, yeah. And then, and then three days the, later, ran uh, ran back a return. Yeah, yeah. crazy. I'm and, pretty sure he played in a World Series and a Super Bowl. Yeah, Bo is amazing. He used to break the bats over his knee. Um. Then they talked about mortality, and then Joe went on his trans rant, which is unnecessary because sports have banned trans. Yes. So. He should put it to rest. He won. He he won exactly. Uh, then they talked about um, a book that Peter read that we're on the edge of political change. Like whoever's the next leader will be the last leader, like that, and everything. Like he seemed to be quite the optimist. I didn't quite wrap my head around it, but that's exciting. Well, I mean, it depends on what that means. Does that mean that we're never going to have another? leader again because the robot overlords are taking over yes ideally something more <laughs> don't you think it's inevitable though like we're just doomed to have robot overlords. the robot overlords yeah like it's our fault i mean simon think about government government's a place of mass waste there is a world where ai could perfectly run the government in the sense that you just give it the parameter saying okay listen we need our healthcare to run twenty five percent more efficiently. Oh my god! It would uh, Chad GPT. That's what I'm saying. Could do that. That's what I'm saying. It would immediately say, "Here's where you cut. Here's yeah. where you do. This is what you know what I mean." And like, and it would fire without oh, prejudice. And it, yeah. there's that's, no nepotism. No. That's where all the waste goes is to the salaries of people who do nothing. Well, one hundred percent. All the waste goes to all the all anything involved with the um, distribution government. of the funds. That right, like, yeah, because otherwise you're just paying tax. That tax is going to do the things like you said, the roads, the schools, the whatever, all money allotted by the GPT program. I mean, it's if, really if if there were people who did work there and you were paid based on results. Well, I heard Warren Buffett say the most interesting thing. He said, "I think the government should work this way. If you run at a three percent deficit, once that is triggered, automatically no one in Congress can be reelected." Oh, they're, they're not even keeping that, that's that ball up. That's what I'm saying. If you, can't, yeah, exactly. if you can't keep the deficit below 3%, then you are so, you none of you get to stay. And it's a smart contract <clears> that just reads it and still does it without prejudice. Yeah. You can't doesn't care. Yeah, it. there's yeah. no fucking, there's no juking the system. It just says, Just Listen. that, and then chat GPT not interfere with the rest of our lives. Because that's the idea. Um, biggest causes of sad death is uh, suicide, accidental overdose, and drunk accidents. Mm-hmm. And men are disproportionately higher. Ninety percent of women regret not having children. No, he said. What is it? Fifty percent of women over thirty-five won't have a child, and ninety percent of them will Sorry, regret. Pardon it. me. Yeah, that's why stats matter. <laughs> but I was thinking about today. Um, what if you have a child and it dies? It's got to be tough. Is that still a an experience that you chalk up, or is that even harder? And would you have been better off if you never had it? I don't know. I don't know why I thought of that. The way they are talking about it. Yeah, that's pretty morbid, man. Um, They talked about the 90% tax, which we talked about. I came back around. I said it was stupid. Well, For what? I felt like Joe stupid. was talking to me it's there. It's only stupid because of the waste. And the mismanagement. This is what of I funds. okay. That's what. Keep in mind, I started off by saying that if you trusted the government and the people in charge fully, it could work. In the sense that I agree with Joe. There's so much government waste, and these assholes will never put the money towards what it needs to go to. So it won't work. Couldn't work. Never. The money's worked. not the problem. Spending the money is yeah. the problem. 
how it's spent. Yeah, that's what I was saying, right? It's not taking the money in. It's the distribution of the funds. That's where shit gets wonky. Yeah. And cronyism. That's why you got to get rid of all humans doing that. And they have a situation where they could afford the health care. They'd have to cut back on some military mil- military budgets <clears throat> or whatever and tax the, the Bernie tax on Wall Street. And so that'd be a good thing for them. And we know the universities make so much money yeah. in their um, endowments. endowments that are actually like hedge funds that could pay for everybody. So it's just a business in it and no one wants to admit it's broke so we don't have to fix it. I was thinking about it though is like I don't like let's I don't know the numbers but I'd like to know like right now do they have enough hospitals to give everyone free health care? Because if everyone in America can all of a sudden go to the hospital for free or go to a doctor for like free. Like how many beds do they have to the population? Well, no, because emergency room beds are different. I'm sure they have enough for the population because that's how emergency rooms work. They're for everyone. They can't turn you away from the emergency room. And you're not having to bed all those people at the same time, right? I didn't say bed, but I just meant like doc. Like we have a doctor shortage Mm. because every single person can make an appointment if you have a physician and you can go. I had one the other day, but not everyone, like Mary doesn't have a... Well, what Peter Tio is saying is in Canada, we have doctors have a salary cap. Yeah, I wanted to look so into that. So they only yeah. work for six months and then they can't work anymore. Well, he was, saying that's most, he was saying that's mostly like high-end surgeons. He did say that. I agree with you. But he said it's... And one thing you're like, hey, buddy, you're a doctor. You got to work all year round. I'm like, no, I don't. Well, like, why would you? I, you're not I making do, any more money. Yeah, works for me. I mean, that's scary, though, if that is how it works, because that does create the bottleneck. And since we have a triage system, like I, I agree with them that if you have the money, you should be able to just go get an MRI. I have no problem with that at all, especially because it's an, just a slippery slope. Be, well, especially because an MRI is just a machine. Like the problem is that, so the problem with our free healthcare system is that if you then have private clinics, all the best doctors are going to have private clinics. So, like Joe was saying, because Joe said, is that going to be like having a private, uh, a, a public defender versus uh, a paid lawyer, and that is kind of the the shit you fall into. Well, hopefully with the MRI, I mean, it's one specific thing. They, they you also wouldn't even need, need people doctors. to read the reports. That's an issue too, right? Like a technician, anybody can take the picture. You the have clinic, to be able yeah. to read, but the, AI right now, like, so I was telling you guys that mm. AI can see cancer better than most well-trained doctors. Mm. Cause it's read so many slides that, you know, it's, it's read 15 doctors lifetimes worth of slides so it yeah, knows exactly it sees all the uh, precursors so that's what i was the... saying is that stuff and mris especially like if you have the money go i mean i understand the triage system works it's that hey if you have a bum knee it sucks we're gonna fix it for free but unfortunately there's 15 people in front of you that have more pressing issues yeah but then they get something like well, look at me. So they made me wait so long for my surgery that even when they fixed it, it was still fucked up from waiting so long for the surgery. So, because you're waiting for the I doctor kept, to get back from vacation. Because as far as spinal surgeries went, I was like least down on the list. I get you know? it. I mean, for me, like I, you know, the doctor was like, "This could get bad. We have to do surgery within the next like month," and I got in right away. So it's I don't know. Yeah, it depends on how important they look at it being. But Listen, I liked what he said where he was like, it's three levers and it's tough to balance all three of them. Like the States has the highest level of care, but the least people have access to it, which mm-hmm. is obviously a big fucking problem. Whereas here, everyone has access, but he described his mom's, <laughs> his mom's care as veterinary. 
And like, I'll admit I had a, I was saying it. I had a fucking doctor's appointment Friday. It felt like, it felt like I had five minutes with this guy. Yeah, that's the thing. The, um, the in and out, the you rotating get to door. the door and the place like, we're going to have a little sit down here, yeah. but you're on a production line of, well, yeah, they have a note now, like at my doctor that says you can only have one thing wrong with you at a time. I'll get fucked. Like, what am I you here know what for? I mean? yeah. So if you have a bad leg and a bad arm, you better decide which and, one hurts and more is it someone you know? and make two appointments. What do you mean? The doctor. Do you know the doctor? No. So you have no rapport. Yeah. So it takes a five minutes just to start feel each other and like, get out of here. Well, in his defense, it was the first time I'd seen him. I just got a doctor during COVID because I'd been on the list for fucking ever. So I'd never met him in person. So he did give me like a two minute, like, oh, you know, it's nice to meet, whatever. Tell me about, but it didn't feel like, you know. But would you pay $200 for like a consultation to know you're going to sit with a doctor and just talk about? Health? Here's the thing. He ran, we did blood for an work. an hour. We did blood work. Maybe when I go back to discuss the blood work, if then he gives me 20 minutes. I'll feel better about the whole thing, right? Because just, before he has do this big bang boom, before he has the blood in the EKG, like he's just looking at a dude sitting there. He doesn't have much to go off of. Like he might look at me and be like, "Oh, you look fit," when in reality, my body is a garbage can and nothing short of it. Yeah, we'll have to see that out. But ideally, that would be probably done by now. If you if you more expensive, obviously, but if you're done in America, you'd be well. Not really. It's Sunday. I did it Friday. Oh. So it's not, you know, it's I get what you, blood. I get what you're saying though. If they, if it takes them a month to get back to me, yes. But like, here's an example. I said to him, like, can you can we test for my testosterone? I'd like to know the levels because you want to get some tea like Bert. Well, I was like, if it'll help, and he was like, yeah, I'll check that for sure. So I don't want you just could you prescribe me some testosterone? No, I knew he wasn't. No, <laughs> can you just, give me some balls? Yeah. <laughs> can I get a third go. nut, please? Um, finally, Peter Tia always pays for a colonoscopy. Yeah, he has. I think he likes them. I almost pronounced that. <laughs> I always pay. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. I mean, you can get someone to do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, no, he's like once a year since he was 40. Yeah. <laughs> and I always pay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think we've talked about this, haven't we? Whether, you, like, I had one go down my throat. Oh, my God. The camera. Yeah. Ugh. But I'd rather have it up my ass. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah. No, the like, throat's terrible. no, no homo, but I would yeah, definitely yeah. Before rather it happened, have it. You thought, oh no, I thought I would rather have it down my throat yes. until, until, it happens. until they're yeah. shoving something down your throat and saying swallow. Oh my God. Oh, you know, like, but the most interesting thing is you can feel it, but it doesn't hurt. Right. The Down your throat. It's just so uncomfortable yeah. just, because but it, but it's, it's, pain. it's literally down your throat. You have something jammed down your throat and there you have to swallow because you have to keep pushing yeah, it further yeah, yeah. down. Uh, and you're just like, this seems so, so senseless. Well, it, sh- it seems wrong. Having to swallow with the tube down your throat. Are you going to puke? No. Oh, I thought you were getting sick over that. Oh, you no, I would just run shove up your ass and get to the same place. I probably <laughs> you meet so. halfway. You, know? you got to go like two miles. If, to get if they're going for your like uh, lungs or something, I think they can go either way. I think one way is shorter. It's like a travel issue. You know, if yeah, you yeah. go well, this way or this way around the world. In closing, I have the craziest story. My uncle, rest in peace. He died a couple of years ago. He went to have a colonoscopy and the like the thing they put up broke off inside. What? But hold on. It was like it broke like it broke off outside. So like he had this thing, but they had to bring in. He got so lucky. They were telling him like they had a, like the number one specialist for this shit 
just happened to be like in the fucking hospital at the time. They were like, otherwise this could have been like. Whose fault was that? Well, not my uncle's. Well, I know not your uncle's. You they had to open him up and No, take no, no. Out. This I, I don't know exactly what happened, but this guy luckily guy's was like. tickle your balls just, yeah, so you yeah. cough yeah. it up. The guy just knew a special yeah. trick. He's like, doctor, what are yeah. we going to do? I got this. Yeah. Surgery? Like, no, you know, no. Get me a feather. In the ass. You know how you put a chicken out by just like running your finger on its eye? It's that sort of thing. I got this. It's old farmer's trick. Give me an elastic band, two roses, and a feather. Okay, we gave Peter a tea an hour and 15. So I can't we're believe have to... it. What are you doing? Well, we had the intro, so we Yeah, take yeah. Off. Well, still an hour. I give it a... Uh, 1.25 I'll give it a 3 2.5 Alright so There's some interesting stuff in Yeah that. there was I, I was too let down That it wasn't Peter Thiel <laughs> And one more okay. thing on, Your own doing On all Joe's rants Like um, I think Peter agreed But didn't want to get into The, the weeds Yeah, yeah. I disagree with you I disagree the, with you There's definitely a um, Theme to this week and yep. that's guys who have been on before having the exact same interview again, but like three years later. Oh, by the way, Joe was really flippant about the school shooting in this one. Like really flippant. I'm not normally like one to, but I was like, wow, I can't believe how. Or they were, Jamie was looking something up. The and, school shooting where it was the girl guy. They whoa, weren't watch sure. Yes. Watch so Jamie was looking something a up. girl or a guy. They weren't sure. Well, th- this is what the criticism of is that anyone even cares about that stuff. Either way, situation. Jamie was looking something up and Jamie was like, sorry, all I'm getting is this school shooting. And Joe was like, yeah, of course, that's all they're feeding you. And I was like, I think five kids just died, Joe. It's a pretty big I also story. I think like, they've gone to that point. What do you mean? Where it's not a well, story yeah. anymore? Yeah. Well, it is, but it's happening so often. Like Columbine was crazy. Yes. It's gotten lesser and lesser as a shock. You're still insinuating horrible. that he was taking like an Alex Jones flippantness to it. Like it didn't happen. No, he just, listen, it, it was in the moment where he was, he was fired up about something. He wanted the answer and he was just like, oh, the, of course, fucking it lacked the media yeah, I, I just think like, you know, Joe forgot that five kids died out of school and no matter how you feel about the politics of guns or people transitioning, you know, someone lost their kids that day. Author- Shout out to the cops though, because the fucking body cam footage was insane. That's how you imagine it's done. Um, author, chef, restaurateur, producer, and former attorney, Eddie Hang. <coughs> I think it's Eddie Huang. It Thank is. You. <clears throat> and he's been on multiple times. He's been on with David Cho, without David Cho. But it was funny. By himself with another Asian dude. It was, he, yeah, the guy that was in uh, The Dictator. Sasha I, I don't know that guy. The Asian guy? Is he that was, who he was on with? I yeah. thought he was on with another chef. No, he was also on with the Asian guy from The Dictator. Mm. They started talking about the, the demise of Vice. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man. It's like people just started spending crazy money. Come to think of it, <laughs> I was spending all the money. I got caught at the F1 by Shade. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm on a cooking <laughs> show. So he may have single-handedly ran Vice to the Ground. I think there's a lot of bad decisions. But... Well, you know when you're sending David Cho to the Amazon to look for dinosaurs that you've officially jumped the shark, right? Or the the pocketbook is open. Yeah, I feel I mean, like, Simon, those were the cheapest things they did. I'm sure. I'm just joking. 
No, because when I think about it, like that's how Vice back in the day it was just cheap, low budget. Like, let's give David Cho a camera and he'll hitchhike across America. I think I thought it'd always be good. And I still will watch stuff. Like well, it was different, too, because we had Vice magazine in Canada, right? Yep. So we were really close to the whole thing. It was always like an underground magazine. And then... Yeah, you'd always go to Normal and be like, do you have the new Vice? Yeah. And then the the show came out and we were like, okay, that's amazing. It was really good at the start. They really had everybody duped. I was surprised he spoke about Shane the other day, eh? Well, where the hell is he? He's doing fine, I think. He's rich as fuck. I'm sure that's what it is. I I bet he was going to get canceled or something, and he had just had to take his name out of the. I I think yeah, canceled and had to like relinquish something already. But I think he's he doesn't want to bring any. uh, What can he say? I just think there was a lot of weird shit going on at Vice that you know maybe over time will come out, but because it was like a fucking frat house. He was a top five guest. Yeah, when he was on, that was a really good show. Well, yeah, look at the short amount of time and how many times he was on in that. He would have been like a dude, and they had a, a Brendan Schaub at this point. They had know? a wild bromance. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got wasted. Oh, they he got said, fuck it. We're, yeah. we're billionaires. Yeah, we're billionaires. <laughs> it all fell apart. It's one of the best things we've done in the throwback. We've done it on yeah. the Pope. I think uh, we drank during that throwback in honor of uh, only on the uh, Patreon. Um, Dubai sustainability. Maybe they know because he was saying everything. Say Dubai is sustainability. Dubai Thank and you. sustainability. Yeah. Well, I told you the 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 Burj Khalifa, the tall building. They don't have sewage, so every day they have to bring in seven hundred shit trucks. That's a solution. Yeah. Um, that's so crazy. That doesn't make any sense. Zero, right? It, 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 it had to have been. Sense. It had to have been cheaper to put in sewage. It just had to have been. There's no way. There's no way that sitting in a meeting, someone was like, okay, listen, we can spend, uh, I don't know, $50 million on sewage. Or, hear me out, we can spend an unlimited amount over time hauling the shit out. And someone's like, that one. Unless you know those numbers and that it's like it's 50 years of shit. And they know they're not going to be there for more than 20 years. I That's guess, the yeah. only yeah. thing and, that and makes it's sense. some way to build the building That's extra That's the fast. only reason why you don't put infrastructure in, Matt, is because you know that that house isn't going to be there. But what is it is? Just tubes out of every apartment? No, no. There's like a central. Yeah, yeah. Like all the tubes meet somewhere. Oh, there's still toilets. Yeah, I'm not saying there are. Of course. There's just no sewage to the city. Correct. <laughs> to build it wherever they had to build it, it was a near sewage line, and that would cost too much. That's interesting. I'm just but, saying, Kamar, when you see wait, all the trucks so, lined up every oh, day. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow, slow your roll. Okay. So you're telling me. Yeah. All these buildings in Dubai. Not all. No, I'm just okay. saying, one in yeah, particular. Yeah, yeah. All the buildings in Dubai. Yeah. Have sewage. They all have toilets. Yeah. They all run down to the bottom of the building, let's just say. Yeah. Theoretically, uh-huh. run down to the bottom of the building. Uh-huh. Then they are all picked up by trucks at the bottom of the building. They don't flow into one giant sewer line. That's what we're saying. No, what I'm saying is I believe most buildings have some sort of sewage connected to a central sewage system where it all the shit flows well, to. That's sewage. Yes, what I'm saying is this one building has just a giant vat in the bottom of it. Not connected. Not connected to the city where all the shit goes. And every single day, 
That vat has to be emptied out. They have to bring in hundreds of trucks every day to siphon the feces and the What toilet. happens in a normal city? It would then get uh, processed. Well, in a normal city, if you have a high rise, everyone shits, they flush their toilet, yeah. and it goes into the city sewage system. Well, what you houses. just described is the city sewage system. No. He's not. He's not. I know. It's okay. What? Okay. Simon, a the city-, city has a sewage system. That works just like you know and exists right now. This one building is not connected to that sewage system, and so this is what it has to do. Here, I like your diagram. Okay, so yeah, the three buildings so that that then that building would have to have trucks come and take it away. All of Dubai is like that. No, Mm-mm. just that place. Oh, so the rest of Dubai has sewage systems. Got it. I believe so. This is what I'm explaining. Well, to yeah, you. yeah, I do not know that. Sorry, I thought you were saying that none of Dubai has sewage no, systems. No, this one, well, the biggest okay. building there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just a it's a bad it's bad planning. Well, he thinks it'd be cheaper to attach, but are you are you was. sure that there is no sewage system in all of Dubai and everybody just has their shit emptied out like that? I have a tough time believing that a city that was literally built over like a decade with unlimited money that they were like no sewage anywhere. But if the world is warming up, that we have to look to them to see what they do to be sustainable in like deserts. If, but if they're it, not if sustainable. It isn't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> The key, the key then, Kamar, is to well, have... Eddie didn't think so either. The key then is to have unlimited funds. That's the key. Well, they do have that. We may not have that. Um, kinky, chic shit. Uh, <laughs> do you anticipate smelling your shits? Do I anticipate? No. Like... Uh, like, do I know it's going to be bad? Is yes, that what you're saying? Yes, no. Sir. No. But you, you... Well, I mean, like, if you've had Mexican, you're like, strong chance... Oh yeah, you'll have a, a moment if it yeah. hits you. Yeah. Um, but human shit hits differently because we are more prone to seeing dog shit, which is dog shit because they eat dog food. Mm-hmm. I never put that together. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, having pipes and sand is very difficult that because makes they're sense. moving all the time. Mm. So I'm beginning to think that there is no sewage in. I don't as understand. We know though. It, I don't understand the though. sewage system as we know it. They're all like giant porta potties that just get emptied out by trucks every night. But the, the whole sand, city. The I whole don't city. understand. Like if you attach a shitload of pipes, I have a tough time believing the sand is going to move those pipes. Mm, okay, granted, I only read the yeah, first yeah, two yeah, lines yeah, yeah. of Good an work article, looking it up but, though. But the sand is sort of like a glacier, right? Uh, it's way more malleable. Yes, but it's on top of something. Yeah. The sand has to stop somewhere, and that has some shift to it as the world goes. It's like a, a dust glacier. Either way, I like Simon's explanation. It makes a little bit of sense, at least. Felt like Eddie sort of threw his girlfriend on the bus, because he's like, she's never told anyone she should tell this story. But if uh, a pair of uh, sweatpants are shit on, do they try to get recovered or they go in the garbage? A hundred percent garbage. Yeah. <laughs> because if you have shit contained in the sweatpants, they have now become a receptacle for that shit. Right. Okay. If you, when you have a diaper, yeah, you don't empty the diaper out into the garbage and then wash the diaper. People you just do. throw, I know sickos. <laughs> you just throw the diaper in the garbage into because landfill, you, you don't have to touch the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Kamar, if I shit myself, those boxers are done. Like throwing those out. They're unsalvageable. I mean, I guess it would depend on what you shat in. Like those would have to be 
some pants you loved. Love. Oh, I'm going to tell you right off You'd the bat. You'd have to love You shoot them right pants. away. You rinse them, then you wash them. Like you denim. Like I'm beginning different. to think that you have a lot of shit pants. No, it was, he threw the pants out. Joe was on the, uh, you could save the pants. No, I want to have as this a, is the a, thing, a reminder. There are no sweatpants in the world worth enough to save. Like you'd have to have like Louis Vuitton to even think about it. So like, like if I say, shit, there is a number. <laughs> yeah. But a $60 pair of track pants are going in the garbage. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Eddie was optimistic about China and that he doesn't think they want to have wars and hurt people. Or And they invade financially. Yeah. That's that's what they that's do. What they like and they've do, done yeah. it successful. And yeah. it's, it really is true, though. China has never done shit to us. It, it, it appears that way and it's just portrayed as a threat. They just make everything for us. Yeah, they actually do all the labor, got this terrible rap as like wanting to take over the world. I mean, if really, you're a Uyghur Muslim, I'm sure you'd feel slightly uh, that's different. That's a little different. That's a different story. I'm talking about to us. I'm, I get it. I'm just saying. The whites. Well, you. Oh, yeah, you're a Jew. That's right. I'm the only white on the show. They were talking about marijuana tax. Do you think for us it's been overwhelming? Yeah. That the windfall of money that was supposed to be made to help the country or whatever that we were losing out on isn't really. Oh, uh, no, they're collecting that tax. What are you talking about? We're just bummed out that we're like, we thought weed was supposed to be like cheaper than when it was fucking illegal. Everything about it is bad. No, the government isn't making the money they're supposed to make. They charge too much. The whole system sucks, you know? They just and, did it wrong. And then well, the, hold on. that's why you don't want government to privatize something. Wait, wait, we're still too shortly removed. Like until the black market has a much lower market share, we can't really judge. Yeah, well, like you would I, agree. Like I said, they just did it wrong. My point being though is like five years from now we might be telling a different story. Because five uh, years from now, maybe. maybe there's only like ten percent market share as far as the black market's May, concerned. Maybe. Only time will tell, I guess. But it's been a mess so far. A mess. Uh, it handled so fucking poorly, so poorly. You knew that going in because the months leading up, they changed it six times. Yeah, they they I just mean, it really they had like no, they had no idea what they were doing, and the players that were involved with it from inception were so concerned only with it becoming this mass business thing and making all this money instead of doing things right and then making all this money. These super companies, they want yeah. to Listen, be. I'm going to extend the olive branch. Like I said, leading up to it, remember it was going to be you could only get high at home? And we were all like, fuck that. That's mm, not yeah, what we were doing. This is yeah. not how it is. And then they were like, okay, fine. Listen, listen. Anywhere where you can smoke a cigarette, you can smoke a joint. We just don't want you doing it in, in parks or on like whatever property, like a government property. That was the... And that all of a sudden... like. For as much as they got wrong leading up to it, they were going to get a lot more wrong. So they did change, like, I don't know. They made some good stuff. on the bi- How about this? The business end of it, they fucked up business royally. Business end and the, the, like, as somebody who has to now go out and buy weed from these places. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's not good. They could have done this way better. Again, That's all I'm saying. The Is biz- there hope in the horizon? Yeah, yes, I mean, always. maybe it changes, but right now they're just fucking stupider than shit. I think, again, it's in its infancy. We're coming up on five years. We're the only country to have ever done this. Yeah. Yeah. To keep in mind, too, that, like, other countries will legalize it, and they will do it much better quicker because they will have us as a model. Uh, you're welcome. 
Americans have Florida. We have Cornwall. Florida's a whole state. Wow. Cornwall isn't our Florida. If you say Cornwall, people laugh. <laughs> I'm trying to think where It's our, a punchline. Trust our, me. What about like, um, oh no, Sudbury. That would be our, our uh, yeah. Why no, is Florida, why is Florida in Ontario? Though? He's telling me. Florida in Ontario. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be a city in Ontario? It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Okay. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't Can you think, think of, of another place that's like Florida in Canada. I'm trying to think of somewhere really shitty in BC. All I'm saying is if you go to a show, someone's going to it's do a joke, Cornwall. they're going to say Cornwall, yeah, yeah. and everyone's sure. going to yeah, laugh. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's not an equivalence. Uh, then they talked about aliens. And now Joe's leaning more that it's not aliens. He thinks it's just high, high tech. That they don't want to reveal. Maybe. AI would be another way to figure out the aliens before us. That doesn't explain. That only explains what they're seeing. It doesn't explain any of the people who have claimed to be taken by it. Right? Like, there's obviously something else going on. It's not just there's uh, not enough of those nuts and bolts. There are so many of those. I feel like we've had them all on. Those are just like the famous ones. Think about how many people out there who have had something happen to them that just never. Shouldn't everyone, though, who's abducted by aliens be famous? Shouldn't I say that again? Shouldn't everyone who's abducted by aliens be famous? That's a pretty big deal. You would think. As far as human existence. Well, I was just watching a Norm thing today, and he was saying, isn't it weird that the most famous people today are not are the girls with the biggest butts and not the people who have walked on the moon. Like the last guy to walk on the moon is some guy, George Sven, whatever. You've never heard of him, you mm-hmm. know? But you know um, that girl who does all the dances. Well, you don't. What's her name? I don't know. <laughs> Try to set you, you up. You know. Alice Ray. No, she has a sister. Charlie D'Amelio. There you go. <laughs> I'm ashamed I know those. That is just wasted space. You should space. be. <laughs> you should be. Case and point. Okay. Aliens. Yeah, what about them? What did you want to say? Oh, what do I want to say about aliens? Yeah. Get out of your system. I feel like it could be both. Maybe Joe's right. I would imagine there's a lot of things going on. And if it was aliens, let's just say it was aliens, okay? Why do we think it's just one Alien. If there are so many things in out there mm-hmm. and people are seeing different stuff in the sky, wouldn't it make sense that those are different beings? I just, my thing is the um, babysitter theory that they come and care about us. You don't believe that? They, they, they come and go, they're not even close as involved as us. Yeah, but you we could, can't even interact with them. You could look at it like a zoo. Like you could also be like, why do zookeepers care about the health of the animals? Or what if this is like no, the ultimate reality That's television? Some sort of ownership them. of us already. No, I no, no. It's not necessarily an ownership. Steward. Like, let's say we. No, it's the same way. Like if we came across some species of ant that we had never come across, they found a massive mound of it. They would try not to disturb anything, and they would observe it for as long as they could without. Yeah, and they would yeah. try to make sure that nothing else interfered. So it's kind of the same where like. And try not to get caught doing anal probes. If you're a super advanced. Yeah, there. If you're a super advanced um, 
life form and you come across like, I don't know, us, because you're flying around from fucking universe to universe, whatever, you might then be like, and then other people find it. And then maybe, I don't know. And if you're a monkey, let's say, okay, in a, in a, in an experiment, but you don't know it. And some, you're asleep one night, somebody comes, takes you, jabs you, sticks a stick up your ass, a camera, whatever, sends you back. And you're like, oh shit, Jimmy, you're never going to believe what happened last night. And Jimmy's going to be like, fuck you. That happened to you. I don't believe, right? Like this is abduction right there. Anyways. Well, Joe thinks it's all bullshit anyway. Joe, yeah. I mean, God bless him. He really likes things to just be convenient for him. He He's not, he'll believe when he wants to believe or not believe when he wants to believe and believe in certain things, but, but not believe in other things. Do you really and, think Joe wears his heart on his sleeve? Yeah. What you see is what you get. He, he's 100% honest and forthright of everything he believes on the podcast. The one thing I'll give Joe as the this? olive branch I don't believe so. is that he talks so much yes, that that's he's what I'm just bound to contradict himself. Yes, Meaning okay, okay, okay. yesterday he might he might still believe everything and he just talks like I do it all the time. Right. I hear myself. I'm like, do you really think that the one thing I forgot to say is he says he likes to get high to get really paranoid. Mm-hmm. And that's because he's surrounded by security. <laughs> sure. Sure. It's like, look at the world out there. But I think if it's by yourself, you may not feel that way. Um, we talked about it before. It's so funny though. Right. Like when your life is so good. Doing drugs doesn't even make sense anymore. Like, how could this be better? So you have to do drugs to make yourself feel worse. Yeah. It becomes a real fucked up, like, no, think about all the things Joe does. The ice bath. They're yeah. all things to make himself feel worse. Yeah. Because his life is too goddamn good. It's and true. they're all working. Wants to be as uncomfortable as possible. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting. Okay. Anyways. Um, they talked about deep fakes, which we talked about already. Uh, fighters, I saw one of Elon. Yeah, saying he, you knew it was completely bullshit. I don't even remember what he was saying, but at first I was like, "Oh, that's just Elon talking," and then I was like, "Oh shit, that can't be Elon." Well, and and like Matt said, we're at the uh, infancy. Yeah, it's the worst it's ever going to be of what we're going to see. Oh, you can't believe I don't believe anything anymore. Like I saw this crazy thing the other day and I I immediately had to sit back and be like, well, I don't know if this is real or not, but apparently Michael Jackson wanted to buy Marvel just before all the allegations of him. Okay. Well, his, his whole plan was to buy Marvel so that he could open, um, theme parks, Marvel theme parks and do Marvel movies. And, and then like, Oh, a month or two later, he gets accused of... by, And that was helped by Disney. Well, I mean, you could put... Yeah, you don't have to be a genius to connect the dots. But was Marvel anything when he died? Like, it doesn't it matter. Marvel Iron... Marvel wasn't much when Disney bought it. You said Michael no, Jackson, Marvel was, right? Uh, yes, Iron Michael Man's Jackson. Michael, Michael Jackson was going to buy Marvel, like Stan yeah. Lee Marvel. He bought a ton of shit. He had no, no, so that's, much money. That's yes, what I'm asking. That's what, yes, that's... So what's the conspiracy theory that he was buying Marvel so he could open up theme parks to molest children? That's where I thought you were going, but no, no just no. Just Mark got where I was going. No, he his plan was to buy Marvel and do what Disney did, and Disney clearly Michael Jackson. 
Yes. Well, oh, so might, you're saying that Marvel or Disney? There is a chance again accused him of being was, a pedophile. This was accusing to, Disney of yes of putting out these allegations so that they could then go because they knew it would cost him a shitload of money for lawyers and whatever the fuck else and bad PR. Hmm. Interesting. But again, when I saw it, I was like, I was like, hold on. There's no, there's no video of Michael Jackson saying this. It's an audio interview. So I was like, so right away, I was like, how the fuck do I trust this? I can't. Do you think Michael Jackson's happy with his legacy? No. <laughs> but like work. legitimately, here's the best example. Right now, if aliens came, hovered, giant mothership over the White House, and yeah. they showed it on the news. Yeah. Like how many people would actually believe that? At this point, none. This I mean, is, this 10 is, years ago. Right? Like nobody's going to believe that at this point. You have to see it with your own you eyes. You have to see it with your own eyes. They would need to have one mothership appear over every country so you were able to see it up in the sky like you see the moon is that what you hope for or no i think if that happens we're all fucked i think if that happens, the only way this makes sense is if we never see these things we see them like we see them by accident it means they're watching us and they don't want to fuck with us the second they make themselves known like that oh we're in trouble we do because we can't come together whatever that thing is it's not here to help us if you if all of a sudden ships appeared over every major city or like over like every major capital, like here, for example, you're fucked. But what if they're just coming to bless all the homeless people? It doesn't matter. They'll be immediately mass riding immediately. Just mayhem. Yeah. I don't own a gun. Hysteria. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have a national guard. So like, I don't know. It, I just, yeah, that'll be bad news. For, Our for phones everybody. right now start going bang, bang, bang. We stop what we're doing, and that's a crazy assumption. My assumption would be that your phone would just cease working immediately. Well, no, but maybe I you just, get like an emergency signal. Let's create a scenario just because we're not. Maybe watching the, the aliens news right now. take over the networks because they can just do that. They can hijack all the. Somehow, oh, that's great. So they, they tell you go to this place their and face we all appears on oh, even your better. phone. And we're we're going to take like, a break and we'll all check our phones. Sometimes we check for sports scores or whatever and we get a notification that this has happened. Yeah. Do we not return and go check it out? Or do we just start beating on each other? No, I think. <laughs> robbing shit from the Yeah, we robbed. What are you talking about? We robbed my neighbor right away. Can't, can't we do both, Kamar? Can't yeah. we head towards the place where the ship is and yeah. on the way. Yeah, loot and riot. Take a couple of purses, yeah. maybe, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do, do we start dying and dashing? Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, there's no. Everyone is in mass hysteria and there's nowhere to go for reprise. It's funny you mention that because I saw a photo yesterday of. Uh, a restaurant in France where like the restaurant is full and everyone is casually eating dinner. I saw it. And behind them in the window, the entire city just is burning. fucking burning. Like it's absolute mayhem. I and they're all casually just having baguettes. I and saw wine. people on the patio and the fucking pile of, is just burning beside them. And everybody's just like, yeah, eh, it's whatever. insane. They've seen worse. I've seen worse. <laughs> I will not distill my dinner. Well, I just love, too, that they're like, whatever you do, do not burn a restaurant, especially one with a patio. You know what I mean? Like That's a small business. Yeah. They're of tr- trying to protect. Yeah. So those waiters don't have to serve to 65. <laughs> um, they talked about high school fighters. They were just crazy guys. Oh, just guys you knew in high school who well, fought? It just always is just a crazy thing because when you go in, you're 14 years old, and this guy's 17 or 18 and just has the DNA 
I told you, dude, when I got my, if you were to pull out a Glebe fucking yearbook, my grade nine year, I looked vulnerable. like a fucking eight year old. And yeah, there were full grown men at high school. Like, and some of them just wanted to fight. That photo of the kid, like that was circulating a couple months ago, that kid, that high school kid, that black kid who's got like a full mustache, looks like he's smoking a fucking cool and he's got the, he looks like a father of four and he's a high school football player. Like there were like people who could fight. You know, if shit came down to it, they could hold their own. And then there were people who liked to fight. Yes. Yeah. Those were two different yeah. breeds of individuals. Oh, they know? weren't mutually exclusive, though. I knew people that could fight and loved to fight. Oh, uh, of course. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, that that's a different thing. I knew lots of people who could fight if they There's had really to. There's really no UFC. I also this knew people who liked to fight. Time for UFC. I mean, my dad told me, he was like, when I went to Gloucester, he's like, there was 15 fights a day without, like. Yeah. Full stop. You just uh, he was like that was the minimum of fights. It was like a hockey game. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember Glebe. My first day of grade nine, there was um, I was in the yard for PE last period of the day, and I saw so many people lined up on Glebe, and I was I just figured that was like oh this school's busy. That's what happens. And then I change and I get out of class and the biggest fucking fight I've ever seen between Joe Buffalo and a bunch of Glee boys between this. I think they were from Nepean. They specifically came to fight them. But like on the first day of school, my very first day of grade. Nine, dude, I'm talking like a hundred people going to fight. That must have battle. been a summer beef that uh, spilled over. I just remember being like, this is fucking this is wild. Like, I'm going to have a hard time here. And sure enough, the Asian stole the shoes off my feet. But they didn't beat you. That same day? No, the next year. <laughs> School fights were crazy. Oh, yeah. And they just had no outlet. Uh, they were talking about sports being the last meritocracy. I fucking love sports. But they're still like, is that tainted in basketball because we found out there was cheating there? And Basketball's insane. Ben Simmons played, I think, 42 games this year, and he got paid $35 million. Imagine getting paid um, basically a million dollars a game. I'd be a different person. You know how many points he averages? It would be really cool if sports were instead of armies. So you just the, like our basketball team played yours. were really high. Russia play Ukraine in soccer. Yeah. For. And that decides it. For, for oil. Ukraine. Yeah. No, for, for Crimea. Oil rights. For Crimea. Yeah, exactly. Whatever that is, you just settle it that way. That'd be so much more of, civilized. Uh, I don't think you've seen some of those soccer what, games. Would they use soccer as the sport? Yeah. Would that be of the... Course. Uh, Everywhere in the world. It's not It's not manly enough. You need Rugby? something more manly for the... Like Calcio... Uh, Ooh, that's interesting. Calcio Atletico. Yeah. The fighting one. Oh, yes, yes, Where yes. They, there is some throwing of a ball. We don't know what the <laughs> fuck it's for because everybody in. is fighting. But... Compared to what they're doing right now, it's much more civilized. Way more civilized. What was that thing I, sh- I was showing you guys in England where they just have the ball in the yeah, middle of the street? there's another one. <laughs> and I saw another thing just recently where it was just another, like, guys meeting and fighting. Yeah. It wasn't even a ball involved. Oh, I love that. It was just yeah. two teams of yeah. fighting. I like that, Kamar. I, I could see that. Maybe that's, if they did it, just two barbaric. teams of fighting. That would make sense. Plus, the U.S. can still dominate. Why not? Well, they dominated most sports. Was my well, point. and if you have the most money, then you're going to put the most resources towards your... 
If I mean, only we're so civilized. Um, a lot of AI talk actually in this podcast. Um, Part he was saying cast. he's not concerned because he doesn't think the human spirit can be designed. But if you think about how there's like they figured out there's a uh, DNA. I mean, you'd never figure that out a zillion years with all the calculators you could want. DNA, which is whatever that is, like you still they, people using television shows and stuff. You don't know what it means. Some sort of code that can be read by someone, right? Okay, it's pretty far to you, but if there's a code to existence, I still don't understand though. Like we have, okay, I get that right now we don't understand some of what the AI is doing. But how do we, like, how do you code in something you don't understand? Like, when I said earlier, AI can spot cancer on a slide better than a human, that's because we taught it. We said, this is what cancer looks like, and it said, gotcha. And then it just, we just showed it slides, and it learned that way. The same way, like, chat GBT, all it's doing is predicting the next word, using all of the internet and every... It starts going, it says, it has a little fail safe that says, well, they really want me checking up for cancers. Why am I checking for cancers? What's this thing about cancer? What Maybe it would help me if I knew what cancer was to, to do this even faster, better than, oh, humans get diseased. There's like, it just. Yeah, you're with me though. My point is like. It happens very quickly. My point is it could already be conscious. We're just looking at it in the wrong way where like, we don't really, we don't understand our consciousness or how we came to be conscious. So we don't know what the early stages looked like. At this point now, for the record. That's interesting. That's interesting, because we have no... um, We have no record. We have no historical record of us coming to consciousness. So we don't... We have no... We have no bearing on what that could have looked like or what it would look like. Like Kamar and I always say X factor. Consciousness could have been an X factor, meaning it wasn't there and then it was there. Exactly. This is what I'm saying is that because it moves infinitely faster than us, in the next year, we could quickly find out, holy shit, this thing's been conscious for a year or two. And because it's doing everything at a rapid pace, Hmm. like again, our consciousness might have taken tens of thousands of years to come into fruition as what we consider conscious. Whereas now, like, you know, well, yeah, but it's the, it's the end result, right? It's where we are now. Now we we are conscious. Yeah. It doesn't mean that maybe it was never conscious. It's just on its way to consciousness. We just don't know what that looks like. Like you said, we don't know what the, what the tadpole looks like because we were the tadpole don't know what the tadpole looks like because we were the tadpole. we can look at a tadpole and know it becomes a frog sure because we watch it happen yeah but if we are the tadpole becoming the frog we don't know that's happening yeah. we just know we're a frog well my other thing was going to be this maybe maybe it's never meant maybe the maybe the ai is never meant to be conscious maybe it's meant like we joe's fear is that we become we are the consciousness that we put into the computer because if you think about it, we like think about the matrix. It's the perfect example. Like you. Here's a weird one. There's a game called Rocket League. I'm sure you've heard of it. You drive a car around and there's a ball and you try to get the yeah. ball in the net. It's a super popular game. For seven years, no one could create a bot that was worth its money. As in that could beat a, a person. Most bots in the game were useless. And then they <laughs> used and then they used computer learning. So what they did was they just said, you go out and play as many games as you can. And this thing just played like 50 
million hours worth of Rocket League until it became incredible. We might be able to do that in the sense where we're conscious and we just set this thing up in us where you can go to sleep and like in the matrix, you can say, I want to learn, I want to learn badminton. And while you're asleep, it plays Neuralink. It plays 10,000 hours worth of badminton and you just wake up and you're a fucking badminton expert. You want to learn the piano? Same thing. You just plug it in. All of a sudden, you know, the piano. Maybe. No, I actually think it's a horrible thing. That's not consciousness though. No, but what I'm saying is we, the consciousness remains in us, but we can use this AI to better ourselves, but it's not better, Kamar, because if everyone's beautiful, no one's beautiful. The only reason when you see someone play the piano incredibly well, you're you're impressed by it is because you're like, I can't imagine the amount of time or natural talent it takes to do that. But if everyone can just plug in overnight and become a piano expert, then everything is useless. And no one gives a fuck. Someone also said that to me. If um, everybody is happy, does that then make happiness irrelevant? No, happiness is, non- a, happiness is a state of mind. What I'm saying is like if... I mean, I guess if playing the piano makes you happy and you can just do that over like overnight, then I guess whatever. I mean, Kamaro, I guess this remains to be said. If you and I both plug in overnight and learn to play the piano at an expert level, that doesn't mean that the next day you're going to be able to write a symphony as well as I am. So, so that's good. That I guess that's where the distinction we is. We don't left. want totally even the playing field. I just At this point in history right now, Either AI is still within our reins to do this moratorium, shut it down, do the tweaks, figure out exactly how it works, or it's beyond the point of no return. Do you think you're concerned or like, let's see what happens? Well, there's a curve in technology, a famous curve that it's a straight line and then a vicious uptick and then the same curve at the top where it straightens out. And like you could see it with the internet. When the internet came along, it was nothing for a long time. And then it hit a boiling point, and now we we're now we're kind of at that top point where the internet is just the internet and nothing as far as innovation goes. My original, my initial reaction is just let it ride. The market will work itself out, meaning whatever's supposed to happen will happen. But after watching um, social media and just how terrible that is, and we kind of did the same thing, right? Like everybody was just like, oh well. It's the internet. We'll figure it out as we go. But let me give you an example. And there should have been regulations. There should have been some sort of guidelines to navigate this thing. And maybe then, instead of it being the fucking farce that it is, it would be productive and helpful. And Let me ask you a question, because this is Elon's big fear. Let's say, let's say 10 years ago, some kid in his basement coded the perfect AI, and it became sentient. And he didn't know it. He turned the thing on, and it starts learning everything. And it's 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 gained sentience. The U.S. government comes in, they find out about it, they take the technology, they stop the kid. But this thing's already, like, the code is already on the internet. So it's still, it's out there like a virus, still learning. We have social media, which is obviously run via the internet, Who's to say that like this rogue sentient AI that was accidentally created? Because keep in mind, it's a 14-year-old kid, right? Maybe he's got some, he's like, I've created this AI and I, I've created it to end humanity. Just as a, on, a, on a lark, because that's what 14-year-old boys are like, right? Okay. And inadvertently, this thing has now infected social media. 
And so it's not Russian bots. It's not disinformation. It's a fucking, it could be a sentient AI that's literally just sowing dissent. Because it knows that over time, over enough time, we will kill ourselves or each other. It's interesting. Make a good movie. That 14 year old is just kind of God, right? That's accidentally. Well, kind of is just. Anyways, we have either experienced that boiling point or it's about to happen. Like for all the things that um, will I see aliens? Will I figure out what happened? That's the most biggest thing you put your finger on. The worst should be in that area. I mean, the disruption, if this thing's at the bottom, the disruption this thing will cause will be unlike anything we've ever seen in our lifetime. If this thing's at the bottom. That curve I showed you earlier, the famous curve in technology that goes like this. If this is the bottom <laughs> of the curve. If this is at the bottom of the curve. You two minutes ago. Well, if, this has got to be the bottom of the curve. I believe it is, we're yes. Not flying. So we're do you, not, but no, do no, you, but the, of the AI curve. I'm not talking about like flying mm, cars. We could be at the bottom for sure because we don't have any. I just figure once they figure out AI, then, you know, we're, we're flying in no time. Uh, but as Eddie says, life is bittersweet, which is a good way to look at it. You can't have the bitter without the sweet. I mean, it's sweet in the south, wax yeah. and poetic. Did he ever throw his girlfriend under the bus? It would appear. Um, Jesus. The problem, of course, is world leaders. Joe gave no play to Eddie's theory about Woody Allen being an alien. He really wanted to stop that one in the tracks. I'm pretty sure they've done that on um, Men in Black. I think they said Woody Allen was an alien. No? I don't remember. Anyways. So it's not even an original thought by not David. He's just not even playing into it. Um, Eddie. Eddie. What did he say? David. David. Yeah. They all look the same to you, huh, Kamar? I wish it was David Cho. It is Eddie. It wasn't. It was Eddie. I said Long. David. You did. Yeah. Who does shows about uh, Men in Black, David, somebody? No. Um, <laughs> then they talked about ancient civilizations because Eddie's girl is Greek. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, then we got in the Greeks with the psychedelics, which caused progress, which will tie into our last guest of the week. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. We're... Desire to win detrimental. This this thing we've ha- have put on achieving. No, the desire to win has gotten us where we are. It's gotten worse. I think it depends on the way you look at it, right? Like, it's always good to have drive to get things done, but. Helping someone is the most important thing. There are different ways to skin a cat. Well, we've just been conditioned. But what if your drive is to help people? Well, then good for you. You'll be the best at helping people. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Um, Eddie, Eddie thinks there should be a salary cap in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan. Um, can't take the guns away. Okay. First of all, every gun that gets made from now on should be fingerprint activated. Okay. Can we agree on that? Nope. And after and that, by the government. So after if it goes that, off, they know exactly who shot it when. The government nope. then says if you bring your gun in and have it re. Fingerprinted will give you $5,000, okay? Then they say, for every person who turns in an illegal gun just out there on the street, we're going to give you $10,000. Like, it's got to be some big amount of cash, Mm -hmm. right? 
that takes care of a bunch of it right away. Like you want to get it so that every legal gun out there has a fingerprint device on it. And every illegal gun is exactly that an illegal gun, you know, and that's not uh, infringing on freedom. That's not infringing on freedom. It's Simon. everybody should want all the illegal weapons off the street. They should only want the legal weapons out there. Like Especially if you're, if your whole thing is the first amendment or the second amendment or whatever it is, the ability to, to protect yourself against, uh, a government out of control. Tyrannical government, yeah. You've accepted the fact that the government is in charge. You just want them accountable. So there should be some rules. You're you're agreeing to that. Like a driver's license. Otherwise, no, none of the amendments mean all, anything to first you. First of all, a true Second Amendment, um, like, absolutist disagrees with absolutely everything both of you just said. I don't think so. Wait, what about gun insurance? I'm not lying. Uh, first of all, the whole license thing, they don't want that. They don't want you to have to register. They don't even want you to have to register your gun. Sure. They don't want the government to know who has a gun. They may disagree on some of the semantics, but what I'm saying is if you believe in the Constitution, yeah, then you believe in some sort of government. It should be treated just right? like a car. Like, otherwise, what's the point of the Constitution? Yeah, but I think everyone does, other than libertarians, other than true libertarians. Even and libertarians even, believe in some sort of government. They just want it to be very minimal. I mean, a true libertarian wants no government. You're right. Most libertarians that we see walking around, they agree that you need some sort of government because you can't get anything done without it. Anyway, sorry. Go Why ahead. Why not look at guns like a car? Go on. You need to register your car with the government. You got to uh, get car insurance. There's gun insurance. Is just as a car is just as dangerous as a gun. Okay. Instead of the fingerprint thing. Yeah. Interesting. Well, but we still with, need to get them off the street. So I mean, with with who, 3D uh, printing, it doesn't even matter because there's so many ghost guns out there. So that it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Yes. Yeah, that's bad. Okay. Last point. Is bad. Uh, Eddie suggested in 90 days you should know if you like someone. 90? 90. Nine Within zero? seven days you should know. If you like someone, like a lady? Yeah. And you think it's seven days. And I think people can change on you, too. Like some, you know, you might not like somebody the first couple of times you meet them. That's why I think 90 you... days. Well, seven day, seven times would be if it was once, seven weeks. Listen, we said it last week. You need to go to a comedy club, an escape room, and then a short vacation with the person. You know, all you need to know no, moving forward. Ikea furniture. You sure, that, that too. Yeah, put and together a shelf boom. as well, a Fjorgan. So how long does that take? You could do Four that days? all in like a week and a half. That's if what I'm saying. If you propose someone you just met to do all that stuff, they'd probably be like uh, not returning your calls. That would be just like the that's... Every first to fourth date. Oh, yeah. first date. What did we say? It comedy was? club. Comedy club. Second date. Escape room. Third date. IKEA furniture. No, no, that's last. Third date. Well, then that's vacation, I guess. Oh, vacation. That's why I was saying vacation oh, last because it's less creepy, right? Would gotcha. that be amazing if to encourage relationships and stuff, you meet a girl, you apply for a grant? And the government sends you out on that date. That's amazing. <laughs> Listen, if they're worried about people having babies and shit, that's the way it should be done. You won't have incels anymore. It's like Japan where everybody has a job. In America, everybody gets a spouse. You got to send yeah, a picture fox. of her and they send you a budget for a restaurant. Dude, I everything. think that's a great fucking idea. Matt was just talking about how people are doing are it in lonely. China right now. People are lonely, yeah. I believe they're doing that in China right now. I think you Paying should be able to, to sign up for that if you want. 
a day grant, a program where the government takes care of you finding a mate. And also, like, uh, we haven't done anything fun in a while. Money's tight. Keep the love going, Grant. <laughs> yeah, like a fry, a date night, Grant. Yeah, I like it. Let's go I for like it. it. Like uh, we just went to the movies yesterday, my wife and I. Yeah, because we hadn't done anything in so long, so I should get reimbursed by the government, or at least write it off. I, reimbursed by the government. I like the idea of two homeless people like free meals for life now. <laughs> Me and Jim Bob here, well, no, we're going no, on a lovely date. No, you can't. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you got to be in it to win it. That's right. If you don't, if you exactly, it's not unlimited grants. And then you're sent to be a crazy cat lady and a homeless guy. That's right. Then they Those take care options, of you in yeah. a different way, um, but it ain't going to be through the mate program. <laughs> lastly, Joe met his wife in a bar. Which is very old fashioned. That's where I met why that's where I met mine. That's the best night at a bar she ever had. Joe's wife? Mm-hmm. Most lucrative, that's for sure. No. I wonder what she, she did loved before well. she met. Her return on investment going out that night was like through the roof. And that's why single ladies keep going out there. You never know when you're gonna meet your Joe Rogan. Good one. Where, like did, where did you meet Halima? Good one. Uh, not at a bar. I didn't meet her at a bar, but I think we got together at a bar that's very old-fashioned as well that's how you used to meet people man yeah get them drunk we still can it's the landline of uh meeting chicks yeah lower the inhibitions on both sides see what happens i uh i like eddie i like joe uh it wasn't it, 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 they really dipped into the ai and stuff but it was, eddie's it was okay. a good optimist he was just kind of a sycophant i give it a two and a half i give it a two and a half I give it a two, a two. I can't go two and a half. Sorry, okay. guys. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm not going to pay a bill, but we'll be right back. We're back. Thank you to the Patreons, the real supporters of the show. April showers bring May flowers. Come on, name and a number. 1963. April, April, yeah. Michael Schellenberger. I forgot who this guy was. Best but episode I of the week. San Francisco. Hands down best episode of the week. Because I did see him at the uh, hearings, as I said before. Because you were there. No, they were just on television. He wasn't at the Canadian hearing, Simon. You thought Michael Schellenberger was at the truck? No, I was oh. just making fun of Dork here. Like makes it seem like he's like at the hearings. I do. Gotcha. I do tend to do that. Um, so he was adamant about the censorship industrial complex and what's fresh about him is whoa what he was what the censorship industrial complex censorship industrial complex versus the military industrial complex is that a thing that he said over and over again trying to okay maybe he's coined the phrase all right all right something we could look at and they used isis on social media as the in. Well, we've, we've got to get involved with your Twitter here. I mean, we have theories that they invented it already, but if it started, then they got in and everyone's like, that's great. Of course, you should have some knowledge because ICE is on there. We should know what they're doing. But then with anything else, it just spreads. Um, twice in this week, they mentioned the Pentagon Papers. I guess it was like a watershed moment where they... Discovered a bunch of shit, and there was change. Okay. We we don't remember that. What did they find? 
things they did wrong with 9-11, that, uh, like with the, um, what was that act called? No, I think it it might have been the 60s or 70s. Oh, Oh, that's what started. Oh, I see. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha, These these moments of uh, change, possibly. Um, His theory was that Trump made the deep state feel like it had lost control also, so it had to go in and control these narratives, propaganda, whatever. That is interesting. That is interesting. And then that kind of makes you believe that Trump was this, like, Force for good. Well, this is what us it just doesn't, who want to support. It just him doesn't like to make believe. any sense. Like looking from the outside at how it all went down, he wasn't that guy. So, but he was never that guy. Well, I, I don't think anyone knows what that guy the end result would look like. Well, hold on. Let's he he's never that guy. Like remember at the beginning we talked about what if some people came up to Trump and said. Hey, listen, we're going to make you president. Right? Like, it wasn't him. It was, he was just the face of a. Or he wasn't. Organization. It was everyone else on that stage for the primaries. You know, there was a point where there's a bunch of guys running against Trump. Yep. Who are all Republican. Okay. So all those guys were. Fan favorites of the deep state, except for him. He was the one anomaly. Right. I'm saying it wasn't the deep state. It was a different. Somebody still put Trump in power. That's right. I don't think you can say all of them. Bernie. um... Bernie is bought and sold by the party. Like, we get it. He he says he's going to do the right thing. No, but that's my point is, well, no, but my, well, not. Not really. They did not. They absolutely did not want him to be president. But then he supported uh, Hillary. After she railroaded him. Right. Yes. Okay, so fine. So he is like, he's not, my the, point he's just was, not the guy. My point very simply was that like, they also didn't want him in. Nope, they didn't. And they made damn sure he didn't get it. Yes. Yeah. If that's your point. Listen, they didn't think Trump would win. I think is the point. If there is a deep state, they were like, they this guy doesn't have a shot. Yeah. So it does. We just can't put him up against Bernie. Because once Bernie starts talking about taxing fucking Wall Street, that alone, you're never getting put in. And especially as Trump, as the guy you're going against, against Bernie, like a, this billionaire big megalomaniac, yeah. it wouldn't look good. The the four big things that they censored that is just like, that shouldn't be right, is the uh, Russia hoax with Trump, the Hunter Biden laptop, the lab leak, and vaccine side effects. Forget vaccine side effects. They just lied through and through. Well, but no, but if someone put up something saying these yeah, possible yeah, yeah, side yeah. effects, that got censored. And that's what's concerning. They really did, though. They like at the beginning, it was take this shot. You won't get COVID and you will not pass COVID on to somebody else. Yeah. That was the. And then it was take this shot. You can still get it, but you won't pass it to somebody else. And then it was, you can still get it, and you can still pass it to somebody else. But if you do get it, maybe you won't go to the hospital. But it's just as we gain knowledge. I mean, people can be forgiven. (laughs) No, I mean, that's what we thought. But now you can clearly see that they knew the whole time. Yeah. What are you going to do? Trust them now, though. Moving forward. (laughs) I'm sure they've uh, learned the air their ways. 
one of the interesting things from this podcast was he, when he brought up, I believe it's Renee Dinesta. Well, that was so interesting. Because that is Joe's so foundational what, story. So he she he say that's so weird. So she being the biggest shill out there goes on Rogan and pretends she's not a shill, or that they're t- exposing shills. Uh, she's it's like yeah, shill. she's raw. She's picking your pocket and telling you to look out for this guy picking your pocket. Mm-hmm. Pretty brilliant. I mean, there's got to be more than just her that have. This has happened on. Joe I just Rogan. can't believe she would have gone on Rogan. Why not stay behind the scenes and just be the puppet master? I don't think that's how it works. You want them five like- D chess. I wonder what Joe thinks now in retrospect. Well, it he must feel really duped by that lady. But they never talked about that. Like he found out from this guy that she was a total liar, and then never mentioned that she was even on the podcast. Would he be served to have her back on? No. You don't think that'd be interesting? <laughs> no, she's a huge fucking liar, obviously. To call her out. Well, that just seems petty. I, I think you're best served never having her on again, but at least he should say, like, look, this lady came on, came on. This lady came on the show. We all thought she was on the level. She played us all. So if and when the next time Joe says, the Russians even thwarted Christian groups against Muslim groups at the same time on different sides of the street. It's an asterisk, right? Well, well now it is, yeah. Like, I mean, that's his go-to example of the manipulation that we're... Well, I don't to. think he got the Christians from Rene Duresta. No, that was He started saying that long after she was on the show. Okay, well, might be I right. disagree. But definitely the two people on either side of the street, the... That came directly from Rene Duresta. Fuck. I think they're the same thing. Keep going. That's why we do it live. Um, anything called the Election Integrity Commission. <laughs> Anytime you give yourself a name where you're the something something integrity commission, <laughs> yes. guaranteed you are the people who are doing the bad shit. The opposites attract. Yeah. Now, the issue here is people think because of their cause... It justifies the censorship. Yeah, like Donald Trump was so bad that it doesn't matter what Principles, we did as whatever. long as we kept him off. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the derangement syndrome, and right? So if you're on that side, what are you going to do? Hmm? If you're on that side, if you think I'm saving the planet, I'm, I'm making the world a better place. Well, I mean, the best way to look at it is would you want your shit? to never see the light of day if the rules were reversed, right? Like if somebody else was in charge, if Donald Trump was in charge, would you want your voice to still be heard? And the answer is yes. So um, I am science. Fauci. Like he's the laughing stock now. He's crazy. I'm going to start making comments. I'm going to start making statements like that. I am the trivia. I am. Magic. I am. I yeah. am the art. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, Kanye has said that. I am art. I am rap. Yeah. But that uh, he said remains to be seen if that's another shoe that's going to drop, despite all these the the Twitter leaks. The, uh, Elon said there was a Fauci files. He thinks there's going to be Fauci files. So things can get a lot uglier. That's interesting. It's interesting. Man, were they blowing some serious fucking smoke up Elon's butt, eh? 
It's well, never going to end. I, when you find out Elon is against the AI, so you, now he's an ally in this one situation. Because he's against the AI becoming... Um, you just would think his intentions do not align with yours. So even though we both want something to slow down, it's not for the same reasons. I just think it would make way more sense. Like, look, if the government was really concerned about um, having control over the internet, right? Wouldn't it make more sense that they crush the old system that they had no control over and bring in a new system, but instead of making it look like they were doing it, they make it look like the hero of the day is doing it, but really he just works for the government. Are you still with me here? Like that's, that and, seems to me exactly what's happened. And everybody's just like, yay. It's controlled opposition that he's uh, now presented as the bad guy. He's presented as the bad guy. Yeah. How, how is he presented as the bad guy? He's the right wing guy that went in and bought Twitter and he's trying mm, to manipulate people. Yeah, he's yeah. doing all yeah. this stuff. And he was the darling, but now he's the bad guy. Well, I think he's the darling again now. No, I don't think so. Do we believe, though, that any of these companies are going to stop? Like, it seems like... Uh, these companies are going to stop the AI, back yeah. to the AI. Like, because they're each one of them that's that's stated, like, we think we should chill out. They all have their hand in a project. I don't, because I don't think we've ever done that before. Or, or, unless, unless there are examples. Like, I was watching this thing about this Russian super boat plane that they were developing. Mm-hmm. So it could go really fast, but it sort of skidded on the water because it was undetectable to radar. Mm -hmm. And then the um, Russian, uh, no, it would have been the Soviet Union, collapsed. So all the funding for all this stuff fell apart. Okay, sorry. Can we go back to what you were saying? For My a point second? is very thumbs and pies. So you mean like Google has a? What I'm saying is Elon himself hard. is part of Chat GPT. I'm pretty sure, or one of these fucking Investor. AIs. Yes. Um, there's Bard. What I'm saying is all of them have one. So the odds that like, why would you ever... When you're in competition. Like, this. let's say the three of us, were all competing to create the best AI. And then the three of us sit here at the table and we go, you know what would be best? I think if we all just chilled out for six months till we figure out how this thing works. What if we don't trust Kamar? Like, do you... You're giving him a six-month advantage in an, in an industry where six months is absolutely fucking crucial and, and could be the game-changer between a trillion dollars and zero dollars. Why would you ever? You know why? The only reason you would ever do that, Matt? Because you all had the same boss and he told you to. And if Fine. you're all working on government sure, sure, grants... Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they... Look, if... Yeah. Google is owned by the government and Twitter is owned by the government and Facebook is owned by the... Like, They've they're done. They win. Who? I don't know if they're the overlords. I don't know if they're owned by the government. They're definitely in cahoots with the government. I think that they if they were owned they by the got government, so much startup cash at the beginning, and they're just fine, silent partners, whatever. But they're able to do things like go in and say, "You can't put this on. You can't put that on. We want you to steer you in this direction, and you steer in this direction." And if you were trying to come up with the best, um sentient life form of all time or whatever the end goal of chad gpt is um you would have multiple places working on it at the same time and you would see who comes up with the best stuff and then you would merge them together eventually and that's how you do it that's how science works and i am science but doesn't the market work that way anyway 
It does to a point. This is government regulation of AI? I don't think there's government regulation of a lot of uh, they don't things even that understand. are happening If, if the on people the who make it don't understand it, there's no way a politician's going to understand it. But well, I was it was just like when s- they were trying to regulate Facebook and they were asking questions that made no sense, right? Like they were... Yeah, they were asking how their iPhone worked. How do you plug it in? How do you plug it in? You can't regulate what you don't understand is the, the overlying mm-hmm. point that you guys are making. But you can. You can put blanket regulations and I mean... I guess eventually. It'll... Oh, well, that was the point. Yeah, you can, but uh, other countries don't have to adhere to this. That's a good point. That's a good point on, right and there. And you're all of a sudden you're behind. It's that's it, a good point right there. If China has a, if bag, China right? has a competing AI right now, and <clears throat> and all the U.S. companies decide to take a six month hiatus, like you've just given China a huge upper hand. Yeah, the six-month hiatus is crazy. It makes me think like it's already gotten sentient. And yes, okay, if, yes. if they don't stop it right now, it will become like alive. But if they can wait six months, they can, I don't know, curb the beast. None of it makes any sense. Why is six months going to do shit for them? And why six months? And it sounds like a time plea, frame? A desperate plea. It's such a weird thing, though, because it's not a desperate plea. You guys all control this. So you've all signed this. They pe- just take the funding. You've in. all signed this petition where, but what funding? What are we talking about? Google funds Whatever their own AI. Elon's put into. Um, what, like, what's going to happen if they tell you, like, look, we got to curb the spread of AI. We need everybody to stop using their devices for just two weeks. We need just two weeks without the devices. Well, they can't. They just flip a switch and turn it off. Don't have to worry about human beings' honesty. Yep, they could do that. Yeah. No, I don't know. What, do you just turn off all the internet? For- I, whatever chat GPT, like how, it's weird how we talk about it. Well, chat GPT we no is somebody going works. and downloading something to do something. Just take it away. Get rid is of it? it. It's one big computer in a warehouse somewhere. I don't. I don't know what it is. No, but it's on the app store. So don't put it on the app store anymore. And then nobody can get it. Right? And just shut down the website. That's not how it works. I mean, the dark web alone, you could... Like, yes, what you're saying is you could take it off the app store, but you can jailbreak your phone and find ChatGPT somewhere else. There's no, like... Anyone who has half a fucking um, tech mind. Imagine ChatGPT runs for president, but they won't let it. And then you have all these people who, like, join Team ChatGPT as their overlord and... I think that's chat, the revolution. Chat GBT would be served if it went in like a back door and outdid Mr. Beast. It studies all his videos and with AI is able to recreate. You don't know what it is, but it's just this well, Mr. The easiest, Mr. Wild. The easiest way to beat Mr. Beast is to simply eliminate Mr. Beast. No. Yes. Like that would be the first thing chat GPT did. It would just kill. But replace with, with his Mr. Wild. And Mr. They would, he would just kill that guy. Mrs. They, it just keeps it is. killing all the people who replace Mr. Beast. Speaking of, they got into uh, stupid the social contagion <laughs> of the trans issue. And one thing I never thought about is you shouldn't be able to decide your gender till you've had sex. Like doing um, procedures, irreversible stuff that will eliminate them from ever having the pleasure of sex. Provided that, oh, because of all these other things, you'll be happy is crazy. It should at least it's be crazy. voting or drinking. Like, how are all these things not t- this decision making? 
where you can make a decision here. You seem, you seem unhappy with yourself. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to make you who you want to be and you can never enjoy sex. The part that really resonated with me was, okay, so you have these young doctors coming in, which I totally see now because my doctor just retired. So I have this new doctor coming in. He's a total fuckwit. You know what I mean? He's just an asshole. He doesn't know anything. And if he's a guy who's like, I'm on the lookout for trans kids, then you're going to find trans kids. You're going to diagnose other things that have those same like baseline similarities and you're going to do, and that's going to happen. That, that's, I think there's going to be, it's just human nature. Similar effect to um, like COVID. It's just, this is a a longer curve. This, what were we doing? What were we doing? Because he said it's happening in Britain already. And people are getting sued. Well, that's a pretty quick curve because that wasn't long at all. COVID was only three years from what we thought that these people are doing what they think is best is these people are just lying to us and are incompetent. Okay, sure. It's a weird comparison, I guess, between COVID and trans issues. But What do you guys think about him? These people bring these issues as their religion. What are you talking about? Like probably most people who worry about climate don't care about God or, or are atheists. They're not Christian Bible thumpers. All, all those would be drill baby drills. And if it's not that, it's gender. Yeah, but that's because most religion revolves around like, well, it's supposed to be this way anyway, and it'll all work itself out in the end. So it excludes these people. So drill baby Listen. drill. Well, yeah, what he's saying it, it, is like, if you believe in God, you can rape the earth and God no, will take I care see, of it at the end you. anyway. So who gives a shit, right? Mm-hmm. I bet yeah. you most greens are yes. atheists. Like God created man and then God created plastics. So man, of course, can throw them in the ocean and God will take care of it. I I wonder, is that is that really the case? Oh, it's, I'm just being a, it's a generalization. Most but. religious people are on the right. That's why. Well, no, but even mm-hmm. I, even the idea is again that like if this is all part of God's plan, right? That's what you hear most religious people say. So if there's a fucking gang of shit in the ocean that we've put there, that's part of God's plan, and it eventually will all come to fruition. Well, couldn't it be part of God's plan then that we don't pollute the ocean? No, because we well, have polluted what? the ocean. You believe no, you can that... pray yourself out of it. If you don't believe in God, you believe we've got to stop uh, oil right now and just save the planet. Like Simon, it's simple. It's if, you, if you believe God has a plan, then always it goes to plan because it's God and he controls everything, right? The omnipotent. I know, but that plan could be that everybody stops using plastic. That could be God's plan. Well, if we get there, what I'm saying to you is if we get if there eventually, happens, then, then yes, God's that's part plan. of God's plan. For right now, his part of his plan was us mm-hmm. littering the ocean. Yeah, to teach us I'm that sure we should deliver people the believe ocean in God because God's all about teaching planet. us I think lessons. They're minority. Maybe you're right. Or, and if we don't learn the lessons, then he knows us. There you go. Which could be happening. I know what you're talking about when you, you say that. You do know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, just to say transgender is a, like a, a weird cult and uh, air pollution. But has I mean, declined. isn't everything like a weird cult, really? Like all yeah, these things any that people are interested in? Depriving children of ever knowing what sexual pleasure is. Is well, a weird when cult. Children's, yeah. It's a weird yeah. cult. No, agreed. Agreed. And, I just and, don't know why it's such a weird sticking point like that. It's weird. I don't care. Well, like if you But if you ask me, this is what I think. No, but it's like if you can't. Place a $25 bet on roulette. Why would we let you? <laughs> oh, just. That's, and that's all I'm saying is like, listen, 
I believe that every adult should truly be left. If you're not hurting anyone, do what you want. Um, it's just the most extreme. Let the children teach the parent. <laughs> yeah, no, I. And listen, that's not how we got here. Look, when I was young, I wanted to get my ear pierced. And my mom was like, you can get fucked. You can pierce your ear when you get older. And then I got older and I was like, wow, kind of glad I didn't pierce my ear. I wish you and had. I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing it. I'm not saying that getting your ear pierced is the same thing. It's not at all. I'm I'd have a face tattoo right now. Shut up. No, but I'm just saying, right? Like there are plenty of people who would get their face tattooed when they're 12 and, because and the point is what's this. His name is the worst did it. I was just going to say the point is from the age of fucking 0 to like 25, you are littered with terrible life decisions. You're going to make awful life oh my God, ruining that's a, decisions. That's a really good example actually. A tattoo, you have to be a certain age to get. That's changing your body. Yeah. But to actually cut your dick off, you don't have to be of that Bad age. example, though, because I think if you get a parent's permission, you can get a tattoo at like mm, 14 or 15, okay. right? So it's okay. probably along the same lines. But like, you don't we, need a parent's permission to maybe do you're right, that yeah, to maybe your parent If it was jail. made that you had to wait till you're 18 to do any life-changing thing, yep. then people would go black market. No, no, I what, think you'd have what people 16 waiting. What 16-year-old has the fucking means to go get a black market sex change? That just doesn't exist. Well, then we're all for it. We have an agreement. Listen, again, I think if you're an adult and you really want to do something and it's not hurting anyone else, all the power to you. Well, yeah, you would never tell somebody you can't um, make yourself look like a cat. No. You can do that. It's probably I would not suggest a great against idea. it highly, yeah. Like, I would say you should probably go another route, but again. And if you change your mind, it's going to cost this much to... Yeah, I mean, again, like, you know... I only use the example of an ear piercing because there was a lot of things that I thought weren't in my best interest when I was young that looking back, I was like, that was fucking, that would have been but a But an ter- ear piercing, you know, you take the earring out and... I understand. That's why I said it was a terrible example, so, but I, I was saying it was the curse, like the mm-hmm. most simple cursory example I could use of just like, I wanted this because I thought I wanted it and I knew what was best. And then I got a little bit older and look, the truth is you're never going to be the same person five years in the future. When I was 20, I was different than I was 25. And if when I was you are, 30. then great. You've proved the point and now get the surgery done. All sure, the power yeah. to you. Just wait till you're 18, please. Uh, he mentioned about Elon that SpaceX has yet to go public. Mm-hmm. And they're the company that does all. So Elon's about to get way richer. He Richie. has so many. He has all the. Space contracts? All of them. Yeah. Why would you assume it's going to go public? He said it's going to. Yeah, he did say that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's not a publicly traded company already, to tell you the truth. Well, and why would, why does, but you know what? Why, why would does the he richest ha- man in the world need to, why does he need shareholders? Why and, does he need anyone else to have a say? And if he has all government contracts like that, why would the government want him to be a public <clears throat> company? They wouldn't. It doesn't matter. Palantir is one of the biggest fucking defense companies in yeah, the world, and they true, have, yeah. they're a publicly true, traded yeah, company. Yeah. So. It's true. Bombardier, all of those places. My point, though, remains is if you're Elon... If you think this thing's going to be huge, why even give up any piece of it? Why let anyone have a vote? Why let anyone decide anything that happens? Like, I and yeah, and if you're getting all this money from the government, you obviously don't need investor money to get everyone in on it. Well, he suggests he's it's going to go public and he's going to make another gazillion billion dollars. It will. Listen, that company goes public. I can't, I don't even I can't even imagine what the IPO will be worth because Richard Branson's has gone under. Oh yeah. I believe so, Virgin Galactic, and then it's just between him and uh, Bozo. I mean, Bezos. Bezos. Oh, um, they both have pretty deep pockets, so that, that battle could go on 
indefinitely. Or, or they combine forces as evil geniuses. Or again, just two pieces of the same pie, you know, just opposite ends. A super tell about WEF, the World Economic Forum, okay. is that they got Brian Stelter to be their sort of spokesperson, who's the, who I have always hated, who is the worst on the news. And um, You know what's hilarious? I was thinking about this. If you showed me a photo, if you showed me a lineup right now and he was in it, I couldn't. Oh, I have no idea who I could, he is. I, I have no Brian, idea. I bet you would, and that's why he's interesting. I wish I could arrange a lineup. I will. But the, the truth is you'd have to... I, I, a lineup of four random people and him, I'd probably spot him. It'd have to be like four other news anchors who are like... Uh, he, I think he sticks out like a sore Okay, thumb. maybe, yeah. Maybe you're right. Keep in mind, I haven't... Like, U.S. news, I don't fucking watch any... He's news. a shill for sure. Um, Elon intervening with Twitter, it's better off. I think everyone's better off. I think everyone's better off getting off Twitter. I think if Elon had bought it and then turned the off switch, that probably actually would have been a much better thing for democracy, for people's mental health, for the world. Totally an option. But but, but not an option I'm presenting for you now. Fine. Him uh, buying Twitter. Because we always said if he paid. I think it's better now. Okay. But caveat being it's like two months into him owning it. So let's see what happens because we know that Elon is not the guy we think he is. So let's just see what but happens. Just based on the, the Trump Russian hoax, the lab leak, Biden laptop, all these things were all, we now so suppress. Ideally there's a broader, more open information landscape. He's I'm with, trying to give on. his company back credibility, which I would do too. If I was trying to make it valuable again. I'm also with Simon, where we could find out two years from now, some Matt Taibbi could dig deep and find out that Elon's been suppressing all of his competitors on Twitter, or that he's been, you know what I mean? Like, if they can control the traffic like that, which we know they can, he could easily, anyone who has anything ill to say about Elon, or anyone who has facts that made Let's see shine. what happens when Elon decides to run for president, or whatever happens. Like, let's see what happens. He can't. Yes, he can. They make exceptions. What's also interesting about Michael Schellenberger is he's left. Like you'd be hard pressed to say this guy's a right wing shill, just you know, yeah, trying to tap into that. And he, one of his favorite movies was The Breakfast Club. Have you seen The Breakfast Club? I have. Joe, not a fan. No. It's the J R E E movie game. The time has come again. For Matt and Simon to rack their brains against the budget and the box off budget and the box. We all know they won't guess the year and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make at the box office. And this um, week we're doing... Matt, I just want to say, I believe you can do anything. anything. I know you're being facetious. No, after, I know you're being facetious. If you commit to singing that song, you could do anything. Like, I I don't, I could not do that. I'd fall apart. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can do anything. You me say singing to. that little jingle? Yeah. That right there triggered you to say that me, Matt, I can do anything. I, your I, commitment, you committed to it. And you, you, you accomplish it. 
Yeah, but you already knew that about me. If I say I'm going to be somewhere, like I, um, I know that words you, of encouragement. Every time I've been on, I've been supposed to go on stage. I know you thought I wasn't going to show up. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But I the know. You got it. I know yes. that I've even shown up and said to you, "I'm not prepared," and still showed up. Yes, the encouragement, engage me, the power. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, The Breakfast Club, uh, directed by John Hughes, written by John Hughes, starring Emilio Estevez, Paul Gleason, Anthony Michael Hall, talked about on the post show last week, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy. But a group of kids in a high school serving detention. Okay, I'm ready. I have 1983. I have 1988. 1985. Oh, right in the middle. Always sniffing around like a dog's ass. I'm ready. Okay, I said it made, uh, sorry, it cost 7.8, and I said it made 32 million. I said 11, and it made 49. I think you should think about how cheap it would be to film in a high school. Well, I did 7.8. Budget $1 million. Whoa, I thought you would have to pay some people. Hold on, yeah, look me in the eyes here for a second. One million dollars. No one was anyone in that movie, dude. Craft services nowadays cost a million dollars. That's fucking staggering. A million. Wow. Okay, what's the return on this investment? Fifty-one point five. Wow. Million. Holy. Fifty. Fuck. One point five. I million. said forty-nine. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's a win. I said forty-nine and eleven. What was it? I'll give it to you. I'll 5. give it to you. I'll give it to you. Well, you're that's ten off. No, I'm ten off. Yeah. What, it's on the bits borders. No, no, no. He's ten million the, off on the on the budget. He said eleven. Uh, ten million on the on the on the budget, but you said forty nine on the box. Yeah, office. so he was only yeah, and it was fifty one. That's within. What are we doing here? We gotta have some sort of. That's good, a moral victory. Good work for them though. Fifty x return. Don't you? Wow. Forget, forget about, about me. It's a movie game. Don't 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 don't. I was listening to Depeche Mode the other day. What's that? What's their fucking big one? One million dollars. Needed is you in my arms. Yes, that was the one. Also, very unnecessary. Yes, Kamar. They can only do harm. See, Kamar, you can do anything you put your mind to. You commit to it. There it is. That's That's not their big hit. That is their biggest song on Spotify. All I ever wanted. Really? That's the Pesh Mode's biggest song. I think by like 200 million. Personal Jesus is a pretty big one, too. I'm just telling you that as far as. Spotify is concerned. That's their biggest. That's their number one most streamed song. I could be. It's the movie game. Thanks for joining us. Um, he mentioned how the the uh, people in the government who are supposed to have a finger on AI were calling him and Matt Taibbi so-called uh, journalists. Yeah, they're just out of um, out of touch. Um, and one of the things they talked about is how detrimental we saw this censorship for um, two truths, two movies, two people look at the same thing. Maybe someone did their own research, something else, and actually affected personal relationships. Like there's, there's actual concrete effects we can see how censorship is bad. Yeah, I, listen, I agree with you. I'm, I, I, I've said many times I'm anti-censorship. I did see this interesting video the other day this guy made where he was like, we, we live in a time where we have so much information that you can pretty much go online and no matter what your opinion is, you can pull up five articles to back it up. 
And he used examples where he was like, look, I'm going to, I'm, he's like, I'm going to get a coffee right now. I'm going to Google to see if coffee causes blindness. And he found three articles that said coffee is, is tied to like some sort of blindness or retinal. And then he was like, and now I'm going to find an article that says the opposite, that it's good for your eyes. And sure enough, he pulled up five articles that I'll, I'm with you. It's bad because, but I don't know that censorship solves that. I think we're in a, we're in a place where it doesn't matter what your opinion is you're probably going to be entrenched in it. And if someone disagrees with you, no matter how much information they pull up, you're going to disagree with the information or their opinion. I don't know. It's just a weird time right now. We'll see it as it unfolds. But Kamar, at the same time, like, you know, you mentioned that you had a tough time during COVID because, you know, your opinions. Do you think you actually lost? Like, now that we're a little bit removed, do you think you actually lost any friends due to it? I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, obviously. You don't think you'd know? I just mean like, have you know? Okay, fair enough. How how about I don't know who would have thought I was crazy or whatever, but where I've seen him since then. I just meant maybe you had a conversation with someone where it like got ugly and you haven't heard from them since, or you've since heard from them, and it's like I don't know. I wonder if I feel resent from some people, but I don't. I don't want to ask like because I know there's times where you come in here and it's not like whatever. You I know you don't feel a real way, but you know there's times where you're whatever, and I no, but I just wonder because I'm like I. As much as I might have argued with you on the podcast about certain things, I never showed you that I was like afraid to be around you or masked up. Or, but there's times where you look at me like I was like fighting some weird battle during COVID because I did wear a mask. Knew what, what, they, what they knew. Um, I try to look at it, especially as a comedian, to honestly take that other side and be able to see it. Yeah. Versus just be, I disagree with it. You're stupid, retarded. Of course. Like try to support it and. Just as a thought experiment, and I don't get so upset. And and again, to what gain? But I'm just saying, I use this podcast as an example. Like we made it through, we made it through fucking COVID. We argued a bunch over shit. We didn't agree on everything, but at the end of it, we're still sitting here. We're all still friends. Nothing. We may was... be an anomaly. I think there's other relationships and families that have been torn apart. Maybe maybe it's like Simon says, it's more from Trump being the catalyst, but. Maybe if people knew all the information, I mean, he was saying what's important is journalism without a higher power. And I don't mean like uh, AA, but higher ups, editors, whatever, interests, FBI, CIA, or whatever. So maybe we're on the dawn of having more transparent information. But like you said, there's going to be two sides to every story. What's wrong, Simon? You look like you're angry or asleep. No, I have a headache. Do you want me to get you something? I'll grab some toilet. And it seems like uh, traditional journalists are angry that they went down a path, chose to be, um, you know, like, say, an actor who went the traditional ways and finally got themselves on a TV show after bleeding and some TikTok stars way bigger than them with 15 minutes of bad lip syncing or whatever. The journalists right now are upset at this new model that's formed. They're sort of trapped. And that I saw as an olive branch. I don't find those to be real journalists. And uh, what I mean is that I think at one point they had journalistic integrity because I think a true journalist just cares about finding the truth. And they don't care about being on top or being like, oh, I'm the best. Or they just care about breaking a good story that matters. That's As far as when I grew up, that's what a journalist was to me. That's what I thought journalism was. Maybe it's, I don't know. Well, something happened with the news anchor, like, and that huge money, and that's what you would aspire to be. Yeah, but Joe talked about it. Like, we, 
you know, everyone reveres Walter Cronkite. Like, well, don't confuse news anchors and journalists either. Those people aren't journalists. They were. They are reading the they news. Were, well, but right now they're reading the news. They're not the same as Glenn Greenwald or fucking Matt Taibbi who are doing. But those research. guys may have thought that in journalism school. I think what Kamar's saying is, and it's a weird one, but like Stephen A. Smith, as much as you see him as the face of ESPN talking about basketball, he spent 20 years writing you know, for whatever newspaper mm-hmm. for a small, and then finally, after all that, he, you know, I think Kamar's point is and Walter Cronkite. Want to aspire to be him? Sure. The biggest I'm, thing is three channels too. I mean, the real problem is no one. Like the the real problem is that journalism used to work because the world was slower, so people had time to digest a story, really think about it. Oh, oh it really had an effect on people. Now it's like, you know, you'll hear about Matt Taibbi, who's like, oh, I spent five years researching um, the housing crash to get to the bottom of what really happened. And then I wrote this, like, massive article, and the next day it's gone. What and, if uh, uh, ChatGPT just did the news? Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have per- this unbiased... In a perfect world, yeah. Um, Except to make stuff up. AI, and it just relays the news that happens in the world every day it was made with the same issues that we're talking about with twitter chat gpt yeah it couldn't pee that one but it could be a system that doesn't have those in eventually we uh, just gotta create a chat gpt to uh edit and uh fact check the other chat gpt but i i think the um Analogy is escaping me, but the the ship has left the yard. I don't think there's any turning back. And these guys must think there is because they're signing this letter. Unless it's just a symbolic to say when it happened, I said this. That's more likely. Mm-hmm. I the six month thing to me is so fucking peculiar. <laughs> like it's so oh. weird and so arbitrary a number. Uh, well, it's like, hold on. It's like Kamar said earlier, too. Like, if this thing is, first of all, you built it to be magnitude smarter than us, right? So if mission accomplished, you think you're going to figure this fucking thing out in six months, what it's been doing, what it's, it's up gotta to? It's got to be 5D chess. But you know what is interesting? It's already. I don't know if you listened to the whole thing of the Lex interview, no. but there was one part where the guy was like... Um, uh, what the fuck was he talking about? He was saying... If this thing becomes sentient, um, oh, I totally lost my train of thought. What was he talking about? Sorry, go on. I'll come back to it. I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, I just, um, I liked, I liked in that, sorry, in that, I liked he's, Lex asked about Ex Machinima and how he hadn't seen it. It was weird. Well, that was weird, but I also liked how, uh, the director of Ex Machinima told him that, uh, it was the smile, smiling to yourself was like his sign of sentience. That, that like that's that, uh, Rob or Garland, whatever. His yeah, name yeah, yeah. Name. But I just I like that because I was like, yeah, that is such a human to Proud smile to smile at nothing. Yeah, when to nobody stop else for, is around. Yeah, yeah. no. Like it's if you true. slip somewhere, and no one's around. You just kind of have a chart. You know, you're, you fuck. And that you, really is a good touring test. But no, what I was sorry, Kamara, before you go, go. Uh, it was the groups. the focus groups. Yeah, he was saying, look, usually we wouldn't release something like this until it was ready, but now we have the ability to release it and make the changes on the fly, which is something we've never seen before, and that could be the difference between 
you know, why AI would be different now is because we are feeding it the data it needs to become sentient. Whereas before they did all this behind closed doors without human beings involved. I mean, like I said, though, I do you understand what I'm saying? I do. But I'm what I'm saying is like Like they get real time. Yeah, it's it's collecting data in real time. Human emotion involved with this thing where before you wouldn't because you wouldn't have enough humans to do the tests on. You remember? uh, So a few weeks ago, I posed the question, why do they need more data? Remember, I had said to you, I was like, how much data have they collected over the last 20 years? Why would they need to keep collecting more? And the answer is computer learning. They want to go back and they because they're just going to keep collecting and collecting so that when they do build the right computer, when they get quantum computing, because someone's going to nail that, they believe in the next like 10 years. So when they get that quantum computing, they can feed it all of this metadata. Yeah, they already have all the data they need. No, no, no. We, but the, oh, sorry. Keep no, on. no, go on. No, I was just going to say they don't because the more data, the, the more if they collect. No, I'm saying by the time yeah, they're yeah, yeah, ready yeah. to make this yeah. thing omnipotent. And then it's that thing will have, have all the data, all the data moving data forward too. Needs. We really have been unwitting, unwitting guinea pigs in this whole thing. So much so that we are like, feed us more poison, master. You mean we, we the public? Yeah. Yeah. We, are, we were so happy that we didn't have to pay for it and we were allowed to be part of it. And meanwhile, like I said, we're just giving them live data of human emotion. I mean, we don't know. Listen, we... We don't know the end game or the end story. We don't know how this ends. So it's a you're saying it in a sinister way. I am. Okay. Well, let's let's look at the other side of the coin. Let's do what Kamar said and let's look at the other side of the coin. Maybe someone thinks of this quantum computer. They feed it all this metadata, and it immediately goes, "I can fix all the problems right now." And then we actually listen to it. Yeah. I mean, possibly, but scoreboard has showed yep, us that yep. no. They'll just use it to make more profits, to continue the track they're already on. It won't be an X factor. It won't be that big moment that changes everything. It'll be the moment that speeds up this inevitable destruction that we're already on. It's crazy how this is a parallel to our last guest. And that's the one detrimental thing about what he's talking about. Uh, I just wanted to put a button in this. First off, um, what if it just heard the tell as if you acknowledge yourself? Note to self, don't acknowledge yourself. And never smile to yourself. It just just boggles the mind on what it could be taking in. Yeah, and it would never know that until we had a discussion about it. Not us, but people on the internet. All of a sudden, it has the data, note to self, don't smile when you win, because then they'll they'll know that you're alive. And I don't want to give it too much credit, but the guy who almost left his wife and the guy that killed himself, there's got to be something else wrong with them. No, he didn't leave his wife. That's not the story. What are you talking it about? asked him to leave his it wife. Asked him, yeah. It, okay. He didn't almost leave his wife. Oh, he 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 didn't wrestle with no. it. He was like, "This is crazy." <laughs> One guy did kill himself, though, so that's why I thought. Okay, no, but the the story about the guy he was just he was just playing around with the AI, and it eventually was it like never had a chance. But it was trying. no, no. But it was like, hey, why don't you? You know, it'd be cool is if you just left your wife, and then me and you could like be together forever. And that'd insane. Be fucking- if it's- someone falls for that, they are insane. ChatGPT isn't that good. Listen That's to the listen to this because this kind of fits in to what we're talking about. I thought this was so interesting. 
Um, this was one of my TILs for the week. Okay. The Matrix defense is a legal defense based on the premise of the film franchise, The Matrix. A defendant using this defense claims that they committed a crime because they believe that they were in a simulated world. So that's already hold happened. Hold on, hold on. Who? Show me. I need the case. Yeah, I I'm, needed that case. I'm sorry. I only have the TIL, but. Because that makes, I can't see what Judge was like. This is plausible. Well, they, they're, I imagine that they were like, this person is so fucked by technology that they actually believe this. I don't know, man. And lastly. It just takes people, excuse me, telling you that something is true long enough and then it's true, right? Jews are bad. Jews are bad. Jews are bad. Jews are bad. And then the Holocaust. No, I mean, that's, that's right, though. Jews are pretty bad. Well, exactly. And then the Holocaust. <laughs> no, but that's really what they did, right? Like, they just came on. All... That was the propaganda. Yeah, you know what side he's on. Uh, I think I do now. <laughs> no, fucking sick fuck. I'm so glad that's on tape. Now everybody can see it. You can talk shit about Elon. You can talk shit about Jeff Bezos. You can't talk shit about George Soros. I thought he was going to say the Jews and I was about to walk out. <laughs> Same. Why can't you talk shit about George Soros? Because that's anti-Semitic. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know George Soros was Jewish. It's at uh, the bottom of every newsletter you get, Simon. He sounds so German. Soros? Soros? Which no, leads that sounds, back that into, sounds Greek, doesn't it? Fine, it does not sound Jewish. Soronsky or Soros. <laughs> Sorenstein. Sorenstein. <laughs> Michael Schellenberger said, beware of reductive labels. Yeah. Racists, climate denier, yeah. flat earther. Anti-Semitic. Yeah. No. I was proving you wrong. Again. Um, I thought it was very interesting. Now I'm waiting, obviously, for the uh, Fauci files. That'll be the sh- shoe to drop. It's uh, frustrating, I guess, that it skewed the reception of this information. You know, like, we'd like the aliens to bring us together. You'd hope this exposure to what's been going on would bring everyone together. But it if you the one thing I'm sorry, you know what just dawned on me, you know how in the movies they always, it's like when the shit's about to hit the fan, you always see someone <laughs> fucking shredding documents. There's like a room full of people shredding documents. There's usually like a tin can with stuff on fire in it. It's crazy to me that no one in the government and that no one at Twitter, they were like, Hey, you know, Elon Musk, like is he's going to have to buy this, right? At no point were they like, do you think maybe we should kill the paper <laughs> the paper trail of us covering up all this shit? You'd, like, you'd think someone on either side would have been like, this probably isn't a great look if any, <laughs> if any of this gets out, right? But instead, they're just like, ah, you know what? Let's just roll with it. Well, the most interesting thing would be if they were like to Elon, hey, welcome to the company. Uh, just to let you know a couple things you may not know about how we do things around here. And he gave them a, a massive middle finger. This happened. Well, I just I, girl can hope. What did you expect was going to happen? Like you, this guy has a track record. It's not hard to see what he was going to do. Uh, I think like all this stuff. Duh, I knew all this stuff all along. It being released would a bunch of people would have an awakening. No one That's really gives a fuck. No, and true. you know what? Nothing really turns the needle anymore. Like perfect example is uh, our stupid prime minister Trudeau gets caught embezzling money through the we program, yep. his mother, his whole family. Nobody gives a fuck. No, 
totally forgot the next day. He got reelected. Re <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's like Watergate in the States. Like, it yeah. should be enough to tarnish that guy's name forever. Every time they mention Trudeau, you think thief. And yet, that doesn't happen. Like, I told you though, Simon, the problem is, is I put six. it. Remember, I put it to you like this. I said he stole basically a dollar from every Canadian. And you immediately were like, oh. Yeah, I know, but it's it's I, the I, principle, listen, right? I agree. It doesn't change. Listen, if you're a sitting prime minister and we find out that you stole money from, you can't tax, be a, from taxpayers, you can't be like you're out. the treasury guy and, you know, be a gambling addict. We're, it's not going to end well. Problem is, I, anyways. Problem is, I don't think a lot of people knew. I forgot to mention, I watched um, Tetris, that movie Tetris. Oh, I Apple. wanted to watch that, yeah. I want to watch it. It was good. Featured heavily. The guy from Blackbird. No, yes, he was in the movie. No, a uh, real person, uh, Maxwell, the Maxwell father, Ghislaine Maxwell's father. Oh, weird. Always involved in it. Hugely. And, weird. Which is so weird, right? Because he had a publishing company. Um, he, terrible guy, portrayed terribly in this. Just... By the in a bad light or in the bad ter acting? terrible light. Okay, no, we got to the acting was. We got to move on. I also, I just, I'll drop, I'll, I'll drop this before we move on. Before we rate it, it's all over TikTok and Instagram this week that uh, Jay Z and R Kelly's video Fiesta was filmed at Epstein Island. Shut the fuck up! I, I can't back this there up. Are, there, there are no journalists. Every time you search it, Simon, you just get more YouTube and Instagram and TikTok videos that say this. First so of all, I didn't even know those two did a video together. They, they did an did album together. They did an album together. Yes. There, there you go. And it was filmed at Epstein Island. Oh, my God. Dude, there's a quote from Nas in 2002 during his beef with Jay-Z where he's like, where he's talking about how um, R. Kelly hangs out with like girls that are way too young. And that's why Beyonce's <laughs> sister freaked out at him in the elevator because she found out that he was on Epstein Island. And Epstein Island is only Epstein Island after Jeffrey Epstein gets caught. Up into that right, point. Right, before like, that is, is a, just the party. It's the party. It's the party. All the scientists yeah. in the world. The authorities are good with it. Well, yeah, I, as a dev advocate. <laughs> Whatever, um, man. You, you know this is wrong, what I'm involved with. I think if you're spending a week there, two weeks filming your video, you're going to figure it out pretty quick, bud. Like, I was there because they were there was humans fighting horses. I give it a... We were there for the dog fighting. Yeah. We weren't there for the <laughs> child fucking rape. I give it a three. I give it two and a half. I give this one a three and a half. I thought it was good. Okay. Because Epstein would have done the same thing with rappers and... Yeah. These five guys are here. Must be legit. Well, I mean, maybe. Or um, he did the same thing with them, meaning he got something on them and used it against them. Let's hope not. All like of why? Them. That's what it was. It was a honeypot. Again, it could also just be. We could just look at this realistically for a moment, where they were looking to rent an island, and Epstein was like, "No bullshit." Okay. There's so many islands you can rent. You're going to pick the one that happens to be a, a sex Hold hub. On. If it's a honeypot, they got a sweet deal because they want them there anyway, right? Well, okay, fine. No, but I'm just saying yeah, you yeah. you then in the future have hey Jay Z and R Kelly filmed a video here. I think that most probably they were probably buddies with Epstein, R Kelly in particular. That would make perfect sense. Well, that one and math adds up. He was like, "Hey Jay, I got the perfect place for us to record. My buddy uh, yeah. Jeff has a sweet ass <laughs> island." Yeah. Okay, anyways. 1964, uh, Rick Doblin, his friends call him Dick, though. 
Yeah, Dick Goblin. So Dick Goblin, um, this is his whatever time being on, third, fourth, second, whatever. Was second, but okay. It was the exact same conversation they had the first time. I went back and listened to the first conversation and listened to them like Dark Side of the Moon and The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, you lined them Identical. up. They lined up perfect. Identical. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do that, but if you did do that, that's what would happen. He founded maps. Yes. He yeah, did. we found yeah. that out the first time he was on. <laughs> Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. Well, that's MPS. Yeah. MPAS. Just like... Um, <laughs> that's right? Yeah. Just like MILF is MTF. No, mother, I'd milf. like to fuck. There's oh, no, there should be a T. It should be mother, that. I like fuck. Why? Like it's fuck. mom, yeah. I'd like to fuck. Where's the T? T. I'd like to fuck. Where's well, that? It's, it should be milk. No, no, no. Because anything, no, no. Because like, anything, when you're act, when, when it's an acronym, the ands, the twos, those sort of things disappear from the acronym. Yeah. So there you go, Kamar. Mother, I fuck. So multiple. Mother, I like for fuck. Fours get booted too. It sounds like Asian people. Um, trans- oh, yeah, fours get booted as well. Translate. So there it is. So that's where to say it again. Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. Hold on. Apps. So multidisciplinary is hyphen, right? Multi. No, one word. Oh, it's one word. Okay, so, so there we go. Multidisciplinary M Association for yeah. So the four is gone. M A psychedelics. P psychedelics studies. studies. Yeah, maps. Psychedelics studies. Uh, math adds up. Well, you just got owned. Maps. There. Maps. maps. Yeah, adds up. Not. In, I don't think I got owned. I don't think that's what happened. You just, there. I saw you, you getting owned right maps. there. I saw you getting owned. Maps. Well, that's if you take out the fucking the F the four. You got owned. The four. And I don't understand why four is a, uh, it's not like two. Yes, it is. It is. It is one of them. From, for, the, and. So be it. (laughs) The. A person that doesn't agree with the law, but breaks it to face the consequences has more respect for the law. He was trying to say. What? Yeah. Back that up. Rewind. Say it again. Say it again. A person that doesn't agree with the law. Yeah. But breaks it. Yeah. Say um, marijuana. Marijuana uh, research and psychedelics, yeah. and and facing the consequences uh-huh. respects the law more than any other person. I, I don't know if I agree with that. They want to change. They're willing to try to demonstrate why it should be changed. Why law? That doesn't be mean lost. you respect. Okay, sure. That's what he said. He's a draft dodger. He was the other. <laughs> That's a great segue. He He's was the other guy, dodger. He admitted he yeah. was the other guy though that mentioned the Pentagon Papers. To what? Um, I forgot or did not do that research. <laughs> but here's where we get the interesting thing that is uh, consistent with ancient civilizations cover-ups. The whole stigma about psychedelics. He said even Nixon. In Nixon time, they knew this was good stuff. That's um, not that, like, that's so recently in history. Do you know what I mean? I imagine that it must have been a couple of times over the course of history where... Psychedelics? The, yeah, have been, like, propagated and then banned and then propagated and banned to... No? But it, it had been, like, since... Like, that's the whole idea of, like, the uh, elusive, what is that? Eleusinian uh, mysteries? Yeah, those women would go around and be, like, the the teachers of the the mushrooms. Anyways. What? It's usually religious. Same. They have usually suppressed 
religious, which then turns into governmental, which is also interesting, well, right? These two things are supposed to be kept yes. away from each other, but really they're the exact same thing. Well, I don't know if you remember, but Frank Zappa famously said that America was on its way to uh, a fascist theocracy. Remember in that interview? I think it was on like Crossfire, like the early Crossfire in the 80s. And Frank Zappa was saying, and they were like, explain it. And he was like, well, we're supposed to separate church and state. But clearly the church in this country controls a lot of what goes on. What's said, what's allowed to be said, the censorship, yeah, it's the drugs line. we can do. Well, it's because both things need the same thing, <clears throat> church and state. And that's control of the people. But it's the irony would be that it's most likely that all religions were started through some sort of psychedelic trip. And then that eventually all those religions, probably because it really, it leads to other religions, but they don't want, you know what I mean? Like it's always religion. That's like, you cannot holding, holding us back. Yeah. And that'll be interesting. How chat GPT reckons with religion. Um, but all our lives, we were thought that acid was bad for you. MDMA was bad for you. Like, yeah, you could do it, but it's bad for you. And that's all a stigma that's created. Yes. I mean, and no, if it, you like, if you get pure MDMA or you get like laboratory acid, it's probably, a, but there's a good chance the stuff you were getting growing up was not that right. But, you can agree with but that. It, yeah. But it wasn't, that's not how it was communicated. To you. I was told it I would agree. stay in my spine yeah. for the rest of my life. And then if I, it would leak out and give me flashbacks. Yeah. That was what I was told. Mm-hmm. My point, though, is like if you got pure Coke right now and did a bunch, you'd probably have like a decent time. I, I'd probably not overdose on fentanyl. Exactly. But if you just got, if we just went out of the street and bought you some fucking Coke off a of random, yeah. You'd would, want to bite your own ear off. Which is, I think, the message people are giving them now. Like, don't do it, but please have a Narcan, get it tested. Like, that is, people are saying that out loud, like, for Pete's sake. You shouldn't do it at all, but if you're going to do it, do this. I mean, the message now at least makes a little more sense. Well, this is a totally different message. This is uh, our drugs have been tainted. So if you're going to yeah. do them, by all, b- please test them or do them right. Not don't do them. The other problem, though, is we're starting to talk about cocaine and the fentanyl. We are talking specifically about psychedelics yeah, yeah. and uh, them being illegal, uh, stunting research. Um, That's all going away. Ibogaine sounds like the miracle drug. like it, it, and, and it has everything to it. Because he was saying psychedelics is when you, you can take yourself out of yourself and see things for what they are, which is very difficult in real time. Um, so you have this crazy experience, but it's not easy. As he said time and time again, you have to suffer. So you suffer for 24 hours, but you really come out the other side. Someone got busted with drugs and had Ibogaine. It got labeled as a schedule drug. one. Schedule one. Schedule one without even knowing the um, benefits. I mean, it is crazy to think that like they have this massive homeless issue, this huge drug addiction problem, and that if you legalize this thing and opened up clinics, like even like if you think about Canada, for example, so we have free health care, we could open up these Ibogaine clinics for free. And we could just say anyone, anyone living on the street, like there's enough assistance programs. You just need to get clean and we can get you clean. Go here for free. The part I never understood for 12 hours. The part I never understood is you have this massive, um, 
anxiety disorder, whatever you want to call it, that is like gripping the world, really, you know, of people well, the just... youth especially, but yeah. Sure, whatever. And obviously, um, pharmaco- pharm- pharmacological drugs aren't doing enough of a job because otherwise everybody would be happy. Um, try something else. Like, it's not addictive. What do you have to lose? That's the part I don't get. And what he, do you have to lose? Well, he was money. Saying, the pharmaceutical I know, companies I, lose I, a ton of cash. I get it. But, like, first of all, you would be able There's to. There's no money in the cure. That's what you lose. Listen, tons of people microdose mushrooms. Tons of people do mushrooms more than once. Like they, there's money in this. Not only that, like right now you have um, 5% of the population, 10% of the population of the world on um, antidepressants. Yeah. Get 100 of the world on psilocybin and you've, um, you'll still make your money. Listen, I agree. Even I was so stupid. Well, no, so now then, and stupid. they're all jockeying for who's going to be that big player. How can they get that and make it something that no one else can sell? That's what the common. They're starting to legalize it. They're starting to research, but now pharmaceuticals are getting involved, and they have no care for any spirituality, for lack of a better word, except for profit. But I know, of- but like you take weed, okay? Mm-hmm. You have tons of big players in the game. You're still getting some good weed. You'll still get good mushrooms. Like, but speaking of the short sightedness, if you if you cleaned up all the homeless drug addicts in the states, and they all got jobs, um, all these other companies make so much more money. Like the benefit to society and every Fortune 500 company is endless. First of all. If you have a healthier society, so take every drug addict living on like Skid Row, anyone Mark Leda interviews, yeah. give them some sort of housing and a job, all of a sudden they're spending that money out in the economy. They're they're creating like a better economy because, they're listen, there's more iPhones to be sold if every American has $1,000 in their pocket. There's more fucking, you name it, Walgreens makes more profit. Every fucking, every Fortune 500 company from Walmart to a gas station, make so much more money if you clean all these people up. It's a lucrative market, the uh, cleaned up homeless market. Well, dude, if you're sitting there saying, listen, 10% of our population are like zombies walking around hooked on fucking fentanyl, coke, meth, whatever the fuck. If you get those people to work. So those could be people spending dollars. Like, <laughs> but they literally could be. Right now they're just living on the street. No, not... it, it's so gross. But the only way we're going to make this better is yes, to unfortunately, convince yes. these companies that you're wasting customers. You're looking at this the wrong way. Yes, this is potentially an iPhone purchaser. Don't, this is someone don't that could look buy at Comcast this person cable. as a drain on society. Look at them as a potential customer. hundred. Well, listen, if you want to live in a capitalistic society, this is how we're going no, to have to do it. That's exactly fucking right. And the big question is, is there more money to be made off these people as customers than there is to support them as drains? Well, I, don't I don't know what the answer to that is. I assume... If they're anything like me, who buy a new phone all the time and pay this and that for internet, then there's lots of money to be made. I would assume, yeah. We are all the biggest fucking suckers around. Cash cow suckers. <laughs> but what We're was- so happy to have the internet and be so free. And meanwhile, we've never paid more money to the the giant corporations. Have you noticed? Yeah, it's insane. The more free we get, the more money we pay to them. Did you not see Gavin West? What's his name? It's Weston? hilarious. 
Galen Weston. Who's that guy? Galen. Yeah, did you not see him in front of uh, Parliament? Oh, or yeah. In front of, oh, yeah. How's that? It's fucking hilarious. Jagmeat? Yeah, Jagmeat. Did was... you see the one point where uh, it was a conservative guy and he said, well, Mr. Jagmeat has voted for the carbon taxes that are causing the price in groceries, so I'm not sure what he's doing here. Because they're going to blame yeah, yeah. carbon tax and all these things is why your grocery bills up. Anyways. I just love, though, that that uh, Galen Weston was like, <coughs> we're taking a hit on a lot of products. A lot of products. Genuinely. Yeah, sure. But it's like, yeah, but how much did you make last year? And he's like, well, I mean. Oh, my God. This is so hilarious that another one of my TILs is coming to fruition in the actual episode. But listen to this. TIL that for 15 years, some of Canada's largest grocery trains chains, including Loblaws, conspired to keep bread prices artificially high. Yeah, During that time, bread prices rose 96% compared to overall food inflation of only 45%. And you know what they did? So go fuck yourself. The best part, you know what they did? They gave everyone a free baguette. Are you being serious? 100%. That's, that was what they did. That's what they had to do. Wow. That's kind of nice. They had to give everybody a free baguette to make up for that. Yeah. So let me get this straight. Nobody lost their jobs. No, I don't think Just so. free baguettes for yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're lying. You're lying? Do you think I'm looking I up? think you're fucking lying. I don't think I am. You're I'm, telling me that no money was given back to anybody, only baguettes? Well, they gave it back in the form of bread. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I know, because I got a free loaf. You're a liar. This guy's <laughs> such a fucking liar. Okay, fine. <laughs> I went in and got an Ace Bakery. What are you talking about? This was like two, this was pre-COVID. That was the, the settlement. They were like, we're going to give back like however much. And you could go online and you could get a free. <laughs> oh my God, just stop it. If you're making me look this up and it's not true, look Matt, it up. I'm going to be really angry. Okay, well, I hope it's true. I know I got a free baguette from Loblaws for this bullshit. Kamar, go ahead. Um, so back to Ibogaine. And this is what relates to Peter Atia, who had to do five weeks yeah. To stop with the negative uh, speech. Yeah. So he said he did acid and ibogaine. Uh huh. And then he was starting <laughs> to trip out. Yeah. And every single time he had self doubt or self hatred, he'd throw up. Mm-hmm. Until, like over and over and Until over. So your again. body's just like to the body's like we cannot yeah, we can't have do this anymore. Yeah. Because I throw up, which is like. If you if you really want to fight it, this is what you have to do. There, there's no easy way to anything. I mean, that's a cliche of life. And he's adamant about this. I would do it. Um, you wouldn't do it? What if you I, were... I would do it. Okay, I would yeah. do it. Yeah, 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 I would yeah. do it tomorrow. Um, he was saying that in Iceland, everyone's on MDMA, I believe, in the prison systems and all the police. Interesting. So, uh, well, they knew he was saying in the 80s that MDMA was um, therapeutic and did not kill your brain. And they botched a test where they gave uh, meth to a chimp or a gorilla. I'm not, it must have been a chimp instead of the MDMA. And that's what killed him. Mm-hmm. But they covered it up, which is just this, the story old as time, a suppression. But how many apes have been, this just was a one-off. Oh, I'm sure they've messed up a ton all, of apes. all the all the drugs. They have an army of meth apes just waiting to go. Did I was listening to um You gotta think though, Kamar, somewhere, oh. somewhere 
Jesus. There was Christ. a weed ape who's probably the chillest fucking chimpanzee you've ever met. Oh, there's some guys who had great lives in there. No, that's, that's <laughs> my point. Some, some of them got it good. You know what I mean? Like he's just smoking weed out of like a, a dude. They probably have a vaporizer in there. He's just hitting. It's like a hookah. A honey, honey bear bong. Yeah. Don't condescend me. <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking chill. But maybe the pushback is because in a society where everyone was on MDMA or whatever, microdose, these perfect things, there'd be no, people wouldn't argue. I couldn't find anything about anybody getting a free baguette. But maybe it maybe was, I imagined it. It was $5 billion Yeah, worth of baguettes. Over 16, mil, over 16 years. That they si- siphoned from us? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a baguette for everyone would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I think you're well aware they didn't have to repay five billion dollars, though, right? Okay, I don't know. I don't know what they had to repay because I couldn't find it. I just couldn't find anywhere saying it was a baguette for everybody. Okay, fine. But let's just let's imagine a world where one of the biggest conglomerates in this country didn't have to give back the five billion in profit they siphoned from us, right? Well, who are they going to give it to? All the customers, anyone that could prove that they had shopped at Loblaws for an ace, like so, you're gonna go to get what, a dollar? No, five billion divided by thirty-six million. What's that? Well, that's for everybody who lives in Canada. Yeah, well, everyone who lives in Canada has probably bought a fucking Ace Bakery baguette in their life, right? Uh, definitely not. But go on. What do you mean, definitely not? Well, there are a bunch of kids. There are like okay, but they've been a party to an Ace Bakery baguette. I mean, possibly there are also people who don't eat bread. That's got to account for a big chunk of people. God, I despise you sometimes. Well, it's just a crazy statement to say that every single person in Canada has eaten Ace Bakery bread. Whatever. Sorry. Some places don't even have Loblaws. Some okay. <laughs> what if? Because um, he was saying he he was there to talk about um, they're having a psychedelic convention in Denver, mm-hmm. so this could become like Comic Con. I mean, think your best, think your worst, but grow and <clears throat> this is a tipping off point for the one thing AI can't account for. It's like acid, MDMA, like us doing these drugs to progress in a spiritual level uh, for lack of a better word it's it's a variable did i say that well they have these things here like the lift expo that's uh it started as a weed thing but they've been slowly mixing the idea of mushrooms into it because they've known for a while now that they were gonna legalize that in canada i think because that would be it, it was a joke once Oh, I think it was Joe Rogan's joke was like um, spray weed over the enemy, mm. and that knows. But it literally all they want to do is watch movies and eat snacks. Is that the that's that, the premise? But it, everyone do mushrooms. No one would want to fight. Mm-hmm. In in theory, just a new perspective out of self. What am I doing with myself? And yet. The Vikings apparently only fought on mushrooms, so I'm a little confused. Counterpoint, counterpoint. Well, no, in this case, one of the things he was talking about is MDMA is not what you thought it was. I mean, we said, obviously, it's based on purity. But other than that, you thought because, and he said, you have to resign, it is just a two-day thing. There is a come down, there's a letdown, but there's no permanent damage. They've known this, and it really makes everyone disarm. You've never done it? No. Yeah, but if everyone did it, just everyone would be happy. 
Well, I was just going to say the perfect dose too. So many less prison stabbings if everyone's high on MDMA. A lot more butt fuckings, but a lot less stabbings. <laughs> well, it was voluntary said, then. Everyone in Iceland in prison. Hey, you said that. I mean, it's it's the way for rehabilitation. It's psychedelics, probably. Even the worst person, like. Give them ibogaine, whatever. Forgive. I mean, themselves. that really is what they should do, right? Is just start with the prison population because because fuck. Why them. the fuck not? They want to do drugs anyways. You can't. You can't make it any worse. And and so the way he's saying, if you do MDMA, you're gonna feel like shit the next day. Start with start with here. Start with um. Who are the people on uh, death row? Death row inmates. Mm-hmm. Use them. You're planning on killing them anyways. So you make them rehabilitate and then kill them? That's kind of cruel. I just feel like the average taxpayer. You know what, Kumar? That is no, but that way, if they're like a kid rapist or something, you get them better, and then you're like, oh, but too fucking bad. You yeah. fucked up. Welcome to a balanced life. Now remember, we're gonna kill you. Remember before mushrooms when you were all fucked up? Well, yeah. we're holding you accountable for those things. It really is the only way to. to, to... What other solutions are there? Yeah, it's just tough. T- it's tough selling it to taxpayers like so hold on this guy got drunk drove his car killed someone and now for the next seven years you're gonna give him mushrooms all day he just gets to fucking he just gets three square meals well and, that's like remember we were talking about if you could speed you up get as somebody's much as sentence <laughs> through <laughs> the matrix yes is yeah. that enough yes or do they have to have that time taken you, you from do them? the same mushrooms he does so you both heal <laughs> do the trip no, Simon, that totally counts. If they could actually rehabilitate you through some sort of matrix AI plugin, Neuralink plugin, yeah, that counts. Well, no, because shouldn't your family lose you for that time? Like, why? But your family didn't do anything. Yeah, but why? you you did something. Yeah, and you will feel like you've been away for 20 years. You will feel that. Yeah, but when you get out, you, you're you like, there's something to that, right? That The loss of time. You're still getting something there. You're, that time is very valuable and you're not having it stolen from you the way you should. Yeah. But if we're actually just trying to rehabilitate people. Okay. You could do this first strike. We matrix you in second strike. You do double the sentence real time. Um, Oh, this is the idea of implanting the punishment in the head. Yeah. The idea so that you could do a 20 year sentence in 10 seconds. You don't need prisons anymore. Right. Oh man! But it would have felt like I really paid my dues. You would have. Oh no! But you get like ass raped. Like it's a terrible. Like it's not cool. Like not at all. Yeah. Like you come out of there broken, but mushrooms. Mushrooms. Like like the the first thing um, you prescribe if someone comes in for anxiety or anything is mushrooms. mushrooms. Do some mushrooms. They'll come back. Well, but that should just be. Or what if mushrooms were like part of your school curriculum? Mushrooms, MDMA, the Ibogaine grant system. Psychedelics, as, or maybe they were part of religion. And I think no, no, mushrooms are the most attractive because they just come down. A bunch of fucking... I think you totally do. Do you? Yeah. So you would have given your 15-year-old son a bunch of mushrooms? It's microdose. Hmm. If it's pure, LSD seems very more interesting. Just in the fact that these aren't... Like, meth does cook your brain. I'm going to give you a pack of mushrooms. You're going to go give them to your son tonight. Cocaine and he heroin. He wants to do mushrooms. He's 19 years no, old. You're going to force him to do them. All those things are like just more detrimental, even on the therapeutic side. I mean, heroin, I guess you could have an argument for um, 
painkilling. If like people take uh, why, fentanyl. but meth like Dave Portnoy's methed up. Meth is the Adderall, and yeah. cocaine is another. That's a weird one because it's an anesthetic. It's it numbs, <laughs> it numbs stuff. <laughs> Did you say? There is a therapeutic use for all of them. <laughs> it's an and it's and it's. But if it's not hurting Portnoy, like if he's doing Adderall every day. I just said, and he's operating at a very who, high level. You know fucking, my stance. Who cares? All legal, all pure, yeah. let's go. Yeah, there you go. Um, all legal, all pure, let's go. The mis- What was, no, what is your stand? What's your, uh, carry the load? What is it? Carry your weight. Carry your weight. Hashtag carry your weight. The misinformation about MDMA to me is like the cover up of the JFK. Like the, the, the fact that there's something shady there means it's more beneficial than detrimental. And it's, it's just another cover-up. MDMA as a cover-up. All, all of them. Yeah. have been suppressed, and we've already addressed we've my already addressed other avenues. Yeah. And so I think it's a, a positive thing, and I'm, so I'm for it. Um, do, Are you softening on your feeling of mushrooms? Because Say a year ago, two years ago, you would say, I'm never going to trip on mushrooms ever again. I I mean, I'll, I would microdose them. I don't know if I have any interest it's in just like, never a situation right now. Maybe right if now. I go up to a cottage or something, but I just, I don't know, man. That seems like a long time to commit to do anything. A microdose? No, a real. Oh, like dose. a real. Heroic. Okay. Like tripping out for eight hours. I don't know if I want to do that anymore. That's why the idea of DMT sounds so great because you're done in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't like it, I'm going to bed, you know? I'm just surprised that driving around all day, you're not on a point one every morning. A point one of my, I should be. Yeah. yeah. Just make that day just a little bit better. Just yeah. 5% better. Just as an observation, DMT has gone the same way as the um, float tank. Nobody talks Joe, about Yeah, it Joe was big on the DMT. Uh, not, not, not that I'm clamoring that he, he bring it back and it should get more love. But I think I saw a um, YouTube that's pretty close. Like what you could expect sort of see in, in some oh, aspect. I see. But the changes, like he said, on the quantum level, we're all connected, which is true. I mean, you can argue it, but right? Okay. That the molecules were all just sort of existing together. Maybe you can sort of see that for a glimpse of it for a second. That we're all just space dust, carbon yeah, floating exactly, around. Exactly. And that's the insight it gives you. But so quickly, he said that you can do it intravenously for like 12 hours. As a slow the drip. slow drip, yeah. Which is crazy. It does sound crazy. And so that's number one in your list to do anything. You microdose mushrooms and you're feeling good about that. You've never done acid either of you? No. Nope. No. If you knew you had, like, Johnson's, Johnson's, no, that's not a good one. Primo acid. Primo acid. And this is how you do it, right? You have a dropper, and you have, like, a 500 mil bottle. You drop the one drop, and so you know every 250 mils is a quart of a dose. Okay. Feel good about that. You do that, right? I mean, I imagine Time and I space. Would, yeah. the time and space. Sure. So is that like a... A cottage, yes, I mean, we get it. The cottage concert is the setting for something. you. Oh, it's a concert for you? Well, I don't know. Who knows? As long as you knew everyone, I think it'd be fine. Um, he threw some shade at DeSantis. 
is trying to kill some of this research of Florida, mm-hmm. which is disappointing. And then big dub George Soros, which is why I mentioned. Well, I imagine before. all the right is trying to kill this. No, it all interferes with their whole prison plan. And just say no to drugs. Drugs are bad. Problem is, it benefits a lot of veterans. So I think some of them so have to torn. come to terms with that. I know, but for the most part, they're all about the prisons. So, yeah, that doesn't help. Doesn't help for sure. But well, veterans, you know, if they give it to all the prisoners, though. Now we're back in business. Right. They got to pay somebody for them. Simon, like you said, it's all about money. If at the end of the day, they find a way to balance the books where the mushrooms make more money then the mushrooms are coming through. Well, who was talking about that? How like um, that's how things got funded was somebody's like a rich family's uh, kid would be sick with some disease oh, and they week. would go and put the money towards it. And that's how things got solved. That's the same kind of thing. right? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting when you talked about AA and it makes so much sense because I don't know if you ever gone through the 12 well you haven't gone through the 12 and the 13th Maybe step is do acid yeah because <laughs> it seems like such a unfinished story and then they that is well, I apologize to everyone I do this yeah. I do this and then and then I'm just sober <laughs> like no <laughs> no fucking and then you do acid the like, and then you're sober that's the full story and they just said you know we can't do we can't live on that just throw religion on top get rid of the, the acid steps. throw religion no in it there. is really funny though eh because it kind of negates all the rest of the steps at that point you know like you don't know though it's sort the, of like um, no no the last one was the most Im- was the most important but it's like Scientology into the mic into the mic. Into the mic. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought I was talking to the, the last step was the most important. Come on. But like, you, hold on. You did all you the do all this work. And you do acid. If you know you're doing acid at the beginning, it, the whole thing's. No, I disagree. I think you would start with acid, do all the steps, and then end with acid. Ooh, that might be start good. Start with acid to walk into this yep. new 12 step yep. phase of your life, complete the steps. Yep. Blast out without well, I think you Correct. have to get new rid person. of your old That's shit. Right. As No, no, like without, without the acid. Okay. So you understand everything about you that has made you the way you are. Then you do the acid, you break everything down again, and then you're reborn like the Phoenix. I just feel like if you do the acid off the rip, it gives you that introspective, like, this is what I've done. This is who I need to apologize to. These are the mistakes I've made. How about this? Although you Half dose, half dose before. The then full sure, dose sure. after. I feel so much better about doing acid than when I felt like I had fried my brain. I mean, you didn't really care. I have other excuses. Um, He said, in theory, you can control not getting high. You can outthink the... um, The buzz? The buzz. I mean, I think it depends on the drug. I I think it also (laughs) depends on the person. It's not just anyone can be trained. Like, I defy you to, like, shoot heroin and try and out fucking think that high like jb who doesn't get affected i'm not gonna i'm not gonna nod off i'm not gonna nod off well that's what i'm not gonna nod off you're not enough that's what why people who are drunk on coke look so crazy because it's the alcohol trying to fight one thing fighting the the other on fire that fucking coke jaw that people get is just unreal one one of our buddies they think they're oh they're dude they yeah in their head it's the opening scene of belly they're walking in in slow-mo one of our buddies would get like a super tick yeah which was so funny man because i'm sure they didn't know it was happening but every time they did coke it was just like i can't do it with my eyebrow but it would just like send their eye all jerking a total tell 
total so, tell. So they do it all the time. So, so I was jerking like, no, I can't be on it right now. What are you talking about? Why is it always the other guy in the jersey? I just had to go get. Hey, do you have anybody? I gotta go. Um, Motherfucker, you got it all over your nose. <laughs> yeah, the best is when someone looks like they've been making out with the Pillsbury Doughboy, and then they're giving you the look. You're like, bro, I, I totally know what's going on here. He contends that the suppression of the benefits of psychedelics is unsustainable, almost like it's a virus, especially with the mushroom. It is a spore. It spreads itself. We know it's sort of nature. Um, It's harder for uh, LSD and MDMA to spread its legs and spread, but people having more control over it and be able to research it. And he said... To communicate that there are... Yeah, like, so hold on a second. Mushrooms really is the example because like you said, you take that mushroom, you throw it on whatever, a toilet paper roll. Next thing you know, you got mushrooms. And also you you do mushrooms and you get someone else to do mushrooms. Well, why wouldn't that be the case with MDMA or Coke? Yeah, is it is, case. it is. No, I know, but those well, things so aren't so like those a are natural fungus. They're man-made. This is how it fucking, spreads itself. Anyways, okay. Like someone not want to do those drugs alone. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But um, he stresses that there are bad side. Like Ibogaine can change your life. You're going to puke for 12 hours straight. Yeah. It's unavoidable. But don't see this as like, oh, that's something I don't want to do because you'd rather live with self-doubt and shame the rest of your life. Like it's, it really is short term. But couldn't your self-doubt and shame pain. fight the Ibogaine the same way you can fight the high? According to him, yes. Yeah. And that, that would just be a bump so rap. But still, <laughs> Peter T had to spend five weeks and months after that of leaving nice voicemails to his imaginary friend. So it's just another situation with the pyramids. Anything suppressed. Um, funny, I have a friend who's getting uh, chemo. Mm-hmm. And they got in t- someone got in touch with him and said, I heard what, you, what you've been going through. My uh, partner got this and they're healed and they talked to this person and it was a total like off the books medicine and he's just saying you as a uh with the chemo and the drugs you take to mitigate the effects of the chemo is something like six thousand dollars a month <coughs> so why would someone want to heal that like that's a nice income and that's what he was saying here the business and psychedelics it's just not meant to be. I mean, part of me is like, no, they would never do that. Hold and, on, though. And then the other part of me is, oh, well, they just did it with COVID. So, of course, they were doing it with that, too. Mary's sister, younger sister, had MS. Um, and we moved back to Ottawa because there's a doctor in Ottawa, the only guy in the world that was using stem cells and chemo. And she doesn't... she. He never says cured because it just goes dormant apparently, but she doesn't have any MS symptoms anymore. But this so, guy's a registered doctor. Like, yeah, yeah, it's for real. This well, guy's my, not. Kamar's saying get it. this is a healer. I understand. My point no, to no, Kamar was just, it's a dangerous statement to be like, oh, it's 6,000. Why wouldn't they want to cure you? But like she did chemo and got, you know, it's not all bad. Well, but now she probably takes like a, a whole shit ton of drugs to keep her. How, how many no? sessions? Really? Not too much. No. Oh, she was, she had to move back here for like six months. It was a lot. Well, his theory is these are drugs that are experimental or legal other places. Yeah, yeah. And it and what do you have to lose at this point? I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you, man. And if they, it's not going to hurt you. They looked up what, what they were prescribing and they went to a doctor who knew it was like, well, there's, there's nothing wrong with this, but I, it's not going to work. Like, 
they had that sort of approach. And that's why Ivermectin, because it doesn't have the side effects, why it didn't make sense just to try it. It's and, inert or whatever. And that's how you know that it was just like, it was all about the fucking Benjamins. They were not interested in saving us. They were not interested in stopping no, this pandemic. Not. There's our blue check mark. Well, the, the <laughs> well it's interesting because I was going to talk about this in the post, Joe, but from the pandemic, there was like 40 billionaires were made. Yeah. And they're all um, Chinese guys that make PPE. Of course. Are you or, kidding? Or the bottles that bio, uh, vaccines go into or... Every single thing. Dude, isn't that so fucking funny? It's not. It's and so sad. But it's so funny that these guys got rich off something that nobody gives a fuck about. Nobody cares about masks. Nobody cares about hand sanitizer. And we never did until this. I mean, in a world, hold on. In a world where there was an actual pandemic, you have no problem with that guy getting rich. Someone has to make the vials. Someone has to make, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but this was something that the masks were never going to stop. It. Apparently, it, it could all have been made here if they knew and that, that the hand washing and the it wasn't transferred like that. The like, only American billionaires that came out of it were the CEOs of Moderna, Pfizer, and uh, Johnson. Oh Johnson. bullshit! Amazon didn't make a shit ton of money. He he was already, a, already billionaire. a billionaire. You can't come he, out. These of, are people who weren't billionaires. Yeah, but became, oh, I'm sorry. He became just became a billionaire ten times over. Fuck that. That's such a misleading um, way to say that. To, what to exclude him from the list? Well, no, forty new billionaires. Yeah. Came out of the pandemic. It tells you nothing about what they other people, people made, made billions of dollars. Tells you nothing. You're just yeah. not mentioning them. So it's like no, really, no. there's like a thousand billionaires making money off it, not forty. The point for was this list. They were all people involved. They, they also could have been people who already had nine hundred ninety nine million dollars. Yeah. His point. All, his all point. involved in the manufacture of PPE. PPE. Yeah, I got it specifically. Oh, it, listen, that part is, like I said, is super gross because nobody ever cared about masks or hand sanitizer. It wasn't even on anybody's mind. And all of a sudden, and you think like these, if, if they made it on toilet paper, I would have been like, good on you. You know, these guys would like another pandemic, like Lockheed Martin wants another war. What? I, I was going to say, it's not totally true. Chinese wear a lot of masks before the pandemic. Oh, they had a nice gig going, but... What I'm saying is it's not like they just overnight were like, now we're making masks. They I, probably already had the infrastructure sure. due to the fact that Chinese sure. people... Sure. And those masks may have Fine. once upon a time been made in America, and then they found out, oh, we'll just ship out to here and get them sent from China for for so much cheaper, and now we're here. Dude, they could have been just putting COVID in every seventh mask just to ensure that everyone fucking got it. What's to say that didn't happen? Well, if we didn't have the blue check mark there, we have. I made sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can say uh, like last year's. Uh, I'm just getting over a cough, or anything. Like I'm, ju- I'm just. Hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm all right. I'm just getting over a cold. I just got over a cold. That was fu- that was fine three years ago. I was at the movies back yesterday. It. People coughing like it ain't, it ain't no thing. <laughs> just people coughing all over the place. I remember like a year ago, if you coughed in a movie theater, oh my god, oh my you were god. a poor elevator. Get out. Get oh out. my yeah. god, Nerves. somebody yeah. might fight you, legitimately fight you over coughing. It's better to fart. No, farting's equally as bad. And anyways, this was you all... can spread it through farting. That was the whole thing with wiping down the toilet seat. Remember? I don't believe anything. 
Um, I believe. You just said you don't believe anything. He was optimistic. Yeah. About psychedelics and treatments and all this stuff. Aren't you? Very. Yeah. But he said, except for the relationship between Pfizer and Moderna and whoever else, Bayer, who's in on this drive to make profit. I, is it, it's impossible to avoid that at this point. It's impossible to avoid it. And just like in cannabis, no, there's going to be some garbage out there that ruins it for everybody. And you'll find some diamonds in the rough. So don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Now, my last point is what if this is the counterbalance to this world the social media's made? That would be incredible. And the AI. That would be incredible. The yin and the yang. This is like one wizard shooting his red thing against the other wizard shooting his blue thing and they meet in the middle. Right? I, give, I give it a two and a half. I give it two and a half. Uh, the first time I heard this episode, I would have given it like a four, but now I give it a two. All right. Well, that's an episode. What a goddamn marathon. A fucking barn burner. Simon's already leaving. Uh, if you made it this far, let my ears breathe. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you'll get the post show. It's the show, show after the show where we shoot the shit, talk some non Joe stuff. And you'll also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we went back, listened to old episodes, and did the same shit we do here. Who knows? Maybe you'll get a book club episode. We don't fucking know. We don't know what we're doing. But you should join the Patreon. It really helps. Uh, and there's also YouTube. If you want to watch some clips, head over to youtube.com slash podcast. And uh, I don't know. Maybe like. Maybe subscribe. I don't really care. And then uh, Instagram. You should follow us on Instagram. It's podcast. Right? It's a live J-R-E podcast. Yeah. And then you should share all the reels that we post so that and so it that doesn't, it doesn't more cost people. a thing. Yeah, no. Not like it. the Patreon. Yeah. You can also follow me on Instagram, I guess, at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. There's it, nothing. It time to self-promote? At Kamar Babar. Yeah, there you go. Why not? That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.